Welcome, weary traveler. You have stumbled across a comedy chronicle of cranial concoctions, a frenzied fusion of befuddled fables, an exacting expose on eclectic mythos. Should you brave ahead, you will find yourself enlightened, delighted, and only slightly misinformed on the many fantastical worlds that exist within our favorite media. Will you learn all there is to know? <laughs> that I cannot say. But I can say, it will be the lore you know! Cookies? Are those yeah, cookies? I'm just doing a little bit of, of like set design for Christmas. We have some we have some chessman butter cookies and a little bit of uh, milk. You know, welcome to the lore you know, a podcast where some friends dive into the fantastical and often convoluted lore of media that we grew up with and love. And here to bring you the mostly correct facts about made up things this week are me, Fran. And I'm CJ. C, I'm I'm the CJ right now, and my name stands for Chris Jingles, because I'm all about the holiday season. The isn't the, the base of your name Christ anyway? Yeah, my name is Christ Jingles. Yeah, <laughs> I was I was I'm the savior of Christmas. I've I've come to win the war on Christmas for all the good little boys and girls. I I woke up. Uh, and the the snow was falling, and the Christmas wonderland has been created around us. And I said, you know what, CJ, you should do something nice for your fellow co-hosts, uh, a little bit of a Christmas present. So for this for this episode, I said to I said to them, I said, don't worry about planning. I'll I got it all taken care of. I will wrap up this episode like a like a, a an N sixty four on Christmas Eve and put it under your guys's tree so that we can all just. Enjoy this time with our family and loved ones, and so I, I graciously gift to you me doing my job once, so that you guys can come and and share this in this blessed season with me. Should I put my ugly sweater on? I have. Do you I want? Do you want to to be more festive? I picked a more like red, sort of a red. Plug. I mean, I'll go. I'll go. I'll go do a quick change. You're Hold gonna on. do a quick change. Daily insisted change. that I wear this uh, red shirt over. Oh, that's very good. Got my holiday sweater. Fran has a happy Hanukkah sweater. Very good. Yeah. And what's great that's... is you can actually light the candles. Really good. Oh my god. Okay, that's actually really good. <laughs> I actually really like that. This is the only holiday sweater that I own. <laughs> that's a really good one. That's also strange because you're not Jewish, as far as I know. I'm also not Christian. Fair or Muslim or <laughs> well, as as we're gonna learn in today's lesson, you don't have to be a Christian to celebrate Christmas. You just have hmm. to you just have to believe. Is this in a Hallmark movie? The power of of Santa Claus? No, it's not, Fran. Um, I I will reveal. Like I will. I know. Hallmark I know movie. you guys. I know you guys are really excited to know what we're gonna talk about today. So I'll let you. I'll, I'll I'll let you guys know. I mean, everyone who's listening already knows, so there's no tension here because they saw the title of the episode. <laughs> but you can be guys, about today the title, maybe. today we're going to talk about the Santa Claus, 
And, oh shit! Are you gonna get into the Disney Plus series and, and the Santa Claus two, the Mrs. Claus and the Santa Claus three, the Escape Claus? And then I did start watching the Disney series, and I oh, have no. to say I don't think we're gonna talk about that one. No, there's nothing there. Isn't well, that maybe, him trying to find a replacement? We'll maybe talk about it a little bit, Fran. But I promise you, you, you don't, you don't want to watch that. You don't want to watch that. Okay, here's the thing. I watched these three movies laboriously over this last week. It took me a long time to get through these three films because I had <laughs> I to. I kept like the sacrifice. I kept like falling asleep, and then I had to like start over at a certain point, or I kept just like zoning out and like not. It was like, oh, stuff happened. Um, and then I started watching the the Disney Disney series. series I guess yeah. I thought it was a. Sh- I thought it was another movie. I thought it was a, it a fourth movie. It's a TV and then I started, series. And then I started watching this, and then I was like. Man, this is it. It looks a lot better, like visually. The effects are from this decade, but man, it's it's just as not as good as the last ones. And then I, I was like, "How long is this movie?" And then I checked, and then it was a six-part, thirty-minute a piece video series for the Santa Claus, and they called it the Santa Clauses. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "I'm not gonna watch." three hours of Santa Claus or whatever the fuck. I won't do it. I already did it. I won't do it. We, you know, we've been a little low-key on the Christmas spirit. We went real into Halloween, but now we're at Christmas. So you know what we need with the Christmas spirit right now? We need more power. Uh, I, I'm going to assume that's from one that's of the from movies. That's from Home Improvement, Fran. That's, oh. what the, that's what the tool man is known for. Timothy the Tool uh, I Man. I did watch that every day after school, and I and then and I'm then he sorry, would go. I'm not okay. <laughs> CJ, more, he goes more yeah. power. CJ is the the Tim <laughs> Allen of our group, <laughs> and uh, okay, that, I think that noise is Fran is the neighbor <laughs> that you can just see her it's eyes over, over the, the fence. That, that makes you the the host Wilson, of the Family Feud. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's right. All right. All right, let's talk about the Santa Claus. The Santa Claus spelled with an E. Because guess what? This movie is about legally binding clauses. Hell yeah. That is that is That's what, what Fran, I think about in, when I think of the holidays. Fran, what's your background with the Santa Claus? What do you know about it? I've watched it? it. You've seen the Santa Claus? Yeah, Ethan, so have like you seen Santa... the Santa Claus? Ooh, I think I've seen bits of it on like TV. I've definitely never seen it start to finish. Okay, like Santa good. was on his roof and he fell off the roof and Santa yeah, died. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's let's start the scene. <laughs> let's let's start let's start at the beginning. We're all great stories start. We see we see a big business, a big executive office. They're having a Christmas party and uh and the uh, a guy comes out, Peter Boyle. You know Peter Ooh. Boyle? No. All what right. Everyone famous? everyone's favorite actor Peter Boyle. Well, oh, it, I, it'll learning. it'll come up it'll come up a little later. But Peter Peter Boyle's his boss, okay, and he's like, we we had record sales this year, and oh that guy, yeah, exactly that guy. It's like we we had we had record sales this year, and it's all thanks to the it's all thanks to this young uh this this young professional black woman and Tim Allen, and then the black girl is like, oh, I want to start to thank everybody, and and then he cuts her off, and he's like. But we we don't have time for that. Everyone, go have fun at your party, and then it's like, all right, thanks, Tim Allen. Uh, that's Ooh. that's fun. So, 90s. what we're what we're what we're gonna right learn? There. Tim Tim Allen is named Scott Calvin, 
uh, which if you are uh, if you're pinpoint pinpoint viewer, you you will know that Scott Calvin has the same initials as Santa Claus. Mm. Uh, so. Wow, uh, Scott so there's, Calvin. There's really some deep lore. Uh, yeah, there's, we're a get into. there's a lot of symbolism. There's a lot of symbolism. <laughs> but S- Scott Calvin, Scott Calvin is our is our main character. He's the tool man himself, and he is a uh, he's a jerk. Like he is just a jerk. All right. Yeah, he's just yeah. Tim Allen playing himself. Yeah. But here's here's yeah. the thing though. He he's a jerk, but like he's always right. Like the movie always proves him right, pretty much. Mm. So like even when he's being even when he's being super mean and like everyone around him is being like, dude, you're being a real jerk right now. It's like he's still right. He's still in the right as far as the movie's concerned. It's just fulfilling the male fantasy. Yeah, I mean it. It's like he's he's a he's like a he's a business professional, right? Like he's a top salesman at his like as big toy. He works at a toy company. Oh, it's a little more. There you go. There a little you more go. symbolism for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he he Isn't he is divorced. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he's, he's divorced because he's he at was his, dedicating his life to his job and not his family, right? right? Also, because yeah. yeah. he's an asshole, and because he's a dick. So we see that Scott Calvin has a has an ex wife who is really not a fan of him, and also has a son. Charlie's his son. Doesn't she have a boyfriend too? She has a husband. She's, she's Hus- remarried. oh, she's remarried. Oh, okay, she remarried. Okay, so she she she. There, she remarried. Uh, her name's Laura. It doesn't matter because it never comes out. But she remarried uh, a man named Neil, who is mm-hmm. a a psychiatrist. And you can tell Tim Allen. Tim Allen doesn't have a lot of appreciation for the for for psychiatry or therapy. He, like again, every time, and the the therapist is played by Judge Reinhold. Also, he's in sure. the movie. But so I'm just gonna call him Judge Reinhold. But uh, he's. Whenever he says something, he's like, it sounds like you have a lot of like pent up anger about this thing. Is that something you need to unpack? And he was like, I think that therapy is f- stupid. Like, it's not, it's basically that level of Classic discourse between view. the two. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, I mean, as, as much as uh, Tim Allen's in the wrong here, that therapist guy should also know better than like, well, is this something that you would like to talk about to the guy who fucks your ex wife? <laughs> that's also a very good point, Ethan. I didn't really consider it from that angle. Maybe Tim Allen isn't such a bad guy. You know, maybe maybe his <laughs> maybe his bitch of an ex-wife is to blame for all of this stuff. But they have split custody with their son Charlie, and so it's it's his turn to have Charlie over for Christmas. And Charlie's like, "No, I want to stay with you guys for like in front of his dad to his mom." He's like, "Can I please stay with you guys for Christmas instead?" And then she's like, "We'll be back in the morning to pick you up." And he was like, "Right as the sun comes up, right?" And she's like, "Yeah, okay." And <laughs> and Tim Allen's just standing there, like, I mean, but he deserves it. Like, he absolutely mm-hmm. deserves all of this. Mm-hmm. His 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 kid in this movie is the only thing, the only lines he has is to like guilt Tim Allen's character more. And he deserves yeah. it every time. He yeah. deserves it every yeah. single time. You're just like, it's it's just this kid who's like, you're constantly disappointing me, dad. And then he's like, mm-hmm. yeah, well, I'm a, uh, yeah, well, you know, that's, no one's perfect. And he that's was like, my yeah, wacky character. <laughs> you can try a little harder, yeah. You can try a little harder. So- so they they drop him off for Christmas, and then Tim Allen's got a big plan to to feed his kid with a nice Christmas dinner. Uh, but uh, uh oh, Tim Allen 
He knows how to sell toys, but he doesn't know how to cook. Cook a turkey, you know what I'm saying? So, of course, the turkey's on fire. It's Classic all all the all the food is burnt. You know, everything's mm-hmm. fucked. They've got no food to eat. Charlie's sitting there sad and hungry, and then he goes, "Well, let's let's go out to eat." All right? But it's, it's Christmas Eve. Oh, they're trying to go to places. They're all closed. And then he's like, well, I know a place that's always open because it's it's awesome. So they go to Denny's. And then he's like, it's an American institution. Man, how much did Denny's pay to be in this uh, film? I, I mean, at least some, I would assume. And then this is the, the only reason I bring this part up is because this is, I think this movie's supposed to be a comedy, is my understanding. <laughs> Uh, but this scene is the only funny part, I think, of the whole movie. And it has nothing to do with Tim Allen, which is also which is also why it is probably funnier. But he's so he goes to Denny's and there's like there's like 40 Japanese businessmen and they're they're all like talking in Japanese with each other. And then mm-hmm. the Denny's waiter comes up and she was like are are you with the the Kikimori group? And he was like, no. I and then his kids like, I burned the he burned the turkey. And she's like, oh, all right, come this way. So there's all these like Japanese businessmen hanging out in Denny's on Christmas Eve, and then they go to like a tiny corner of the restaurant in the back, and then there's just a bunch of single dads with their kids, <laughs> and then and then he's like, oh, did you burn the turkey? And then he like waves over at him, and his hands like covered in gauze. And it's like, all right, that's. That's a That's funny good. joke. All of these, all these incompetent single dads who have custody, custody Christmas with their kids are all at the Denny's because they don't know how to cook. I, that's you know what that guy will giggle out of me. I'll give him that. All right, much. all right, we got one laugh. We got one laugh out of this. Movie. We got one. We got one laugh from the old siege. The big thing right now is that Judge Reinhold told Charlie that Santa Claus isn't real because the kids at school mm-hmm. were making fun of him for believing in Santa Claus. And then he was like, well, you know, Charlie, sometimes we have to grow up and we have to you know, learn these things. And Tim Allen doesn't like that. He's like, he's my son. I get to ruin his fantasies of Santa Claus. So he's trying to convince, he's like, no, Charlie, Santa Claus is real. And then there's like a very loose allegory for Christianity in there where he was like, mm-hmm. well, how does Santa Claus go to all these places? How does he make the reindeer fly? How does he do that? And he's trying to answer all these questions. And he's like, Charlie, sometimes believing isn't about you know, mm-hmm. knowing things with facts mm-hmm. and reasoning. Mm-hmm. Sometimes believing is just believing because there, there's the Christ in Christ because you believe in it. And so Charlie's like, "All right, I guess whatever." And then so he reads him. He reads. They they come back home from Denny's and he reads. And they him. read the Bible. No, they read. The, they oh. read the the <laughs> night before Christmas, and not a uh, creature was stirring. How old is Charlie? Charlie's like eight or nine, I would say. Okay. He's still like young, but he's like a little. Maybe he's even younger. He might be like seven. Um, but I'll he's take like still. He's like he's at the he's at the right. Learning. He's he's well. He's at the age where you would start to maybe not believe in Santa Claus. Right. He's, okay. Tim Allen really wanted to be the one to break all of his child's uh, fantasies at appropriate times. He's like, I wanted yeah. to wait until he was eight years old to tell him Santa Claus isn't real. I wanted he, he to wait. Just, he literally wanted to wait till he, he was seventeen. Was like, I want to see his tears. <laughs> yeah, I want to wait till he's seventeen to tell him the female orgasm doesn't exist. I just, <laughs> yeah. I want to be there for those big moments. I want, I want to tell him about the the woke left mob who's trying to destroy our American institutions. I should, I'm his father. I should tell him that. Yeah, I want to be there at you know the tender age of fifteen to tell him equality is some made up liberal nonsense. <laughs> yeah, so uh, <laughs> he's like really trying to convince Charlie that Santa Claus is real, mm-hmm. 
and uh and Charlie wants to believe. So now now we've set the stage, all right? Now we're in it. Now we're going to get into the lore. This is the lore you know after all. And so I at first I was watching this movie and I was like there's nothing here. Like we're not going to be able to talk about anything because there's no like there's no background lore. There's no deep lore to like get into. But boy was I wrong. Boy <laughs> Was I a fool for thinking Did you find that. the contract? I found all sorts of things. I found all sorts of things in this movie, Fran. So let's let's dive in. You know what? Let's just get into it, right? So Charlie Charlie's in his bed. He's just bare. He's lightly sleeping, as children are known to be really light sleepers. And then he hears he hears a, a clatter on the roof. There arose such a clatter. Uh-huh. And then he runs into his he runs into Tim Allen's room who's he's just wearing boxer shorts because i mean he's sleeping in his pajamas he has like he has one of those like single dad houses that are like really barren of any like mm-hmm. non-functional decoration or anything um yeah but he's he he like wakes him up he's like dad there's someone on the roof and he's like charlie just go back to bed you're dreaming but then he hears it too he's like what so they they both know someone's on the roof but tim allen of course being a a, a, a red-blooded american is like this is a home invader, so I'm gonna mm. I'm gonna go get him. Which he doesn't bring a weapon or anything. I guess he's just gonna fight him with his bare hands. Which is, I think, the real Tim Allen would definitely have a gun. <laughs> and like, the thing about it is, if he had a gun, it would not change the story at all. So I'm just gonna pretend like he has a gun because the end result is the same. Santa dies either way. But he's in his underwear. He's running out. He's like, "Hey, who's up there on my roof?" And then we see up there, it's. It's a man dressed as Santa Claus, and then as he as he yells at him, he gets scared because I guess he's a real spooky. Startled. Like he's a real spooked out Santa. He's like, oh, oh, and then he falls off the roof. Like again, he could have just as easily been shot by an angry yeah. Republican, but yeah, he's but no, he falls off the roof and he he falls down onto the ground and he dies. He's dead. Santa Claus is just Santa. Dead. Santa's dead. Yeah, and so and so Tim Allen has killed santa claus i mean yep. for, for all intents and purposes i mean mm-hmm. gravity kind of killed him but you know he's like oh there's like a mall santa or something i'm gonna have to explain this to the cops and they're gonna have to let me off with a warning or something eh. but then he was like i was defending my house so it's fine um and then charlie's like you killed santa dad and he's like oh, it's just it's it's just a person dressed as santa it's just yeah exactly he's like it's okay charlie uh, you have to learn this now castle doctrine says i can defend my home and property from any invaders with lethal force it's fine they live in, well i don't know if they i don't know they live in chicago i don't know what the ordinance are, oh, is are down there in illinois like but it. charlie's like what do we do and he's like uh, don't worry so tim allen starts to frisk the body cuz i guess he's just looting the corpse but he's okay. he's like he's like I'm looking I'm looking for Instincts. identification on this Santa okay. Claus. I'm trying to figure out who you are. And he he's going through the Santa pockets and he finds a card. And on the card, it's like a business card, and it says Santa Claus on it. And then on the back, he flips it over and he it just says, if something happens to me, put on the suit. The reindeer will know what to do. And he's like, all right, that's very cryptic. Um, and then I Charlie, mean, it's pretty straightforward. Just put the Put the coat on. Yeah, but but then like, <laughs> wait, 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 they, look wait, wait, wait. Up, they look up on the roof and then they see all the reindeer and the sleigh are up there. Like uh, the whole Santa Claus thing is up there, and Tim Allen's like, "That's weird." <laughs> like uh, that's, that's that's yeah, pretty, that's pretty crazy. Tim Allen is Tim Allen going to do what this piece of paper says? 
Well, yes. that's well. Nor- normally, he won. He's like, "Well, I don't want to do that." But Charlie's like, "Come on, Dad, you have to do it. You killed Santa Claus." And he's like, "Charlie, Santa Claus isn't like now." He's like, "Charlie, Santa Claus isn't real." And he's like, "Yeah, he is. You just killed him. He's right there, Dad." His and he's corpse like, is here. And he's like, no. "Oh, is it Fran?" Because they turn back and look at the body, and the body's gone. Oh. Oh. And there's just it just the only the clothes remain. So I guess he like ascended into heaven. Like how how the, the Christians think the rapture is gonna happen. It just leaves your clothes behind. So Tim Allen is out in the like outside in his underwear. So he puts on the Santa pants because he's like, oh, oh. I, I I can't get back in my own house to get pants. I need I I'll, yeah I'll put on the pants and the boots. And then Charlie wants me to put on the the jacket. Coat, so I'll put on yeah. the jacket and the hat. Just uh, wearing then, a corpse's clothing. It's fine. yeah exactly. Well, there's no corpse. There's no body anymore. So it's fine. So it's no longer corpses clothing. So then, so then he goes up to the roof, and then they, they, he's like, "Don't touch them! Don't touch touch those reindeer!" And then we have a little shenanigans with the reindeer. The reindeer are clearly, clearly capable of like hearing humans and responding, and they have their own little like reindeer language. Uh, and then they, in this one, they just kind of go like, because they're like reindeer. They do a little bit of fart jokes. The reindeers make a poop. That's funny. It's just funny, mm-hmm. good humor. Mm-hmm. Um, I did recall potty humor in this movie. Oh yes, 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 yes. Uh, but then they, he's like, "Don't, don't do it, Charlie. We just, we're just checking it out." And then, like, whatever, through a series of events, they, they accidentally. Oh, he's like. He was like, come on, Charlie, we have to get out of here. Let's go. And then when he says, let's go, the reindeer are like, okay. And then they take off. And then he is, they, you know, go to a different house because the reindeer is just leading them through their little route or whatever. And then he picks up the bag and the bag lifts him up into the air and he, and, and they go down into the chimney and he's like, you know, he leaves the presence behind and then there's like a dog there and he's like barking at him and then the like intruder system goes off and then like, mm-hmm. they're like, who's there? I'm getting my shotgun. And then, and then he's like, oh shit, we got to cheese it. And then they like go to the house next door is the next house they go to. So it's like, all right, well, sure, whatever. Um, and he's like, we can't deliver any more. Pre- we can't deliver any more presents. This bag is empty. I just put all the presents under that last guy's so tree. He picks it up again. Bags full Amazing. of presents. Bags full oh of presents again. God. So we've got. So we've got some magical. I, all right. If if I I think the best class for Tim Allen at this point is probably a warlock. So I think I think Tim Allen has right now. We know the suit is important. That was on the mm-hmm. card. And he's got his magical bag. And his bag mm-hmm. can fly. It can lift him yep. up and fly. It can shrink his body to any size to fit into the chimneys. So, like, okay. the next house doesn't have a chimney. But then through the magic of the bag, a chimney, like, appears at the bottom. And then he kind of gets sucked into, like, a little vent shaft or whatever. And then he comes mm-hmm. out into the, the magic chimney. And it has infinite presence in it. It's a bag of holding, obviously. Yeah, it has obviously. all the presence that you need. So he's got the he's got this mystic bag. He uh, also has animal companions. He does. That does well, I a warlock can have usually just one companion. And I will say he does seem to connect with Comet the most of mm-hmm. all of the all of the reindeer. Okay. So I would say that yeah. Comet is probably his familiar okay. at this point. And okay. then 
And so he's like, all right, well, the reindeer are just not leading us home. They're leading us away from home. So I just got to finish doing all this present stuff, and then we can be done. And then yeah. the reindeer will take us home. And then he finishes all the presents, and he goes, ho, 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 with his, it's like Tim Allen voice. He's like, ho, 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 Because Tim Allen is doing Tim Allen voices. He thinks that going like, ha, 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 is like a funny voice. Who would think that? Anyway, the he's like, all right, reindeer, take us home. And then... Oh, uh, no, like that's not where they like, think home is. Exactly, exactly, Ethan. You know where you're going to end up. You're at the North Pole now. And he's like, what? Where did you bring us, reindeer? As if, like, him traveling northwards towards the coldest, most bare... Like, just now he realized, like, wait a second. It's like you if you were in an airplane and you were going to, like, you know, New York City, and then you, like, look out and you see, like, ocean beneath you, and you're like, wait a second. <laughs> I, oh, hold on. I don't think that's right. <laughs> <laughs> they land at the North Pole and then the reindeers like disconnect from the sleigh and then just sort of like fuck off into the wilderness. Mm-hmm. And then and then they're like, we're, we're abandoned here at the North Pole. We're going to die. But what's this uh, on the horizon? A, a child with a little with a little green hat comes out from behind one of the snow drifts and up out of the ground rises a barbershop pole that is universally for some reason used to denote the North Pole. And then this is yes. where we get a little bit of the like weird elf technology because he, he hits the candy cane and a little like panel comes out and he enters in a code because I guess they have like a security code to get into the, the North Pole. Right, yeah. Okay. Sure. Of course. And and then they descend underneath the ice shelf and there's a magical world of elves and there's factories and candy and everything and they're in the North Pole. They've gotten to the to the land of the elves. It's at the North Pole, but it's under the ice the ice, which is why mm. humans That's can't, why you can't find see it. it. That's no. why you can't see it. You have to go Obviously. through the through the portal. There's only one hole in or out. Uh like That doesn't seem to meet fire code. A lot of fear about home intrusion in this movie, like both yeah, from there is Santa, the yeah. yeah, and even Santa himself is like, "Well, I don't want any of those people getting into my well, house." They they refer to this Ethan as the SOS, the Secret of Santa, which I don't know why they abbreviated SOS. That has nothing to do with what SOS usually means, so it's not a pun, but they just like to do that. Okay, so great. Yeah. So so Tim Allen and Charlie are are here, and they. There in the North Pole. Um, now we meet our our Isn't main the head elf, David Crumholtz. Yeah, yeah. So so David, uh, I I know David as the guy from Numbers. Do you remember the TV show Numbers? No. He was like a he was like a mathematician who solved murders using math. This is like the teenager with black hair, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's like okay. the old he looks the oldest of the elves. Uh he was al- also in the movie uh what was it like 10 things I hate about you or whatever? What's the movie that's based on Yeah, 10 things Taming I hate of about the you. Shrew, yeah. Yeah. He's he's he's, he's the best friend in that one. He's the one who's like trying to like pull all the strings in the background. He's the Oh, he's the that is the same person. Yeah, but this is before then. He was a he was just a young lad in this one. David Crumholtz is there. He's the highlight of the film by far. I, I'll go out and say that. I think I think he did a great job. They actually as, keep his casting. Yeah, I like think other movies I, too. I think he was great as Bernard, the lead elf. He's the head mm-hmm. elf of mm-hmm. the North Pole. And then he was like, "Oh, 
you must be the new Santa Claus. This happens sometimes. Santa Claus dies. New Santa comes back. It's the way of the work. Like they don't. They don't really like. They don't care. I feel they, like they should be somewhat concerned. They're they're <laughs> just like, oh, you're the new Santa. Got it. And then Tim Allen's like, no, no, no. Who's in charge here? And Bernard's like, it was you. You're, you're in charge. Yeah. And he's like, no, no, no. Who's the who's who's the leader of the elves? And he's like, you are. And he was like, okay, I I don't understand. So now now he says, all right, well, what do you know about Santa Clauses? And he was like, well, I know that I killed one. And he was like, no, no, no. <laughs> They do, they do, they do this joke for a really long time because they want you to know that the title of the movie is really funny. So they're like, "No, no, the Santa Claus," and he was like, "Well, I'm the Santa Claus." He's like, "No, no, no, the Santa Claus," and oh he was God. like, "Yeah, I'm Santa Claus. I get it." He's like, "No, no, 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 no. Let me show show me <sighs> the card." So he takes out the card that has yeah. the like, you know, yep, yep, do, yep. do these instructions, and then he's like, "Do you see the Santa Claus on this card?" And he's like, "No." And then he brings out like a comically magnifying. big magnifying yeah. glass, and then he's like, "See, right here." And then you see the little like it looked like just a little red line on the mm-hmm. outside of the card, but actually, when you zoom in, it's got it's got words on it, and it's like, "Whoever, whoever, who, <laughs> whoever puts mm-hmm. on, whoever puts on the suit, the red suit." becomes the Santa Claus and is Santa Claus forever until he dies and then someone else will put on the suit. Falls off a roof. So this is the Santa Claus. If you put on the coat when Santa Claus, when the previous Santa Claus has perished, then you become the Santa Claus. That's the Santa Claus with an Mm -hmm. E. I'm I'm laughing internally. I promise. Do you you get it? You get you understand? I like we were going with our D and D metaphor before, and I like how this this lands with me because apparently the gods are creating cosmically mm-hmm. binding legal yes. documents. That's that's mm-hmm. why I chose that specifically because <laughs> the the suit is like the, the suit gives power. It gives him the power of Santa Claus, mm-hmm. but it also binds him. He is now. <laughs> He must be the Santa Claus. Do you understand? Yeah, he is. He's yeah. made a pact with the Santa gods. Well, exactly. and, and we'll we'll get into this. This is what I'm talking about, Ethan. We'll get into it. But like, what is Santa Claus? Where is it? Where is Santa Claus? Why is Santa Claus? All right. Okay. So. Yeah, I'm fascinated. I need to know. So Tim Allen is convincing himself this is a dream. You know, they give him they give him a, a pajamas to wear. They're like, you're gonna sleep here. And then we'll figure this out tomorrow. And they like love giving Coco. Like Coco is a big running theme. I think Tim Allen just really likes Coco. And let's, I mean, let's be honest. It's a really cozy drink. Like yeah, I get yeah. it. I like Coco. I actually um, want some right now. Shit. But uh, but like the elves make the best cocoa. And here's our here's our another little piece of lore that they thought they could slip by me. All the elves are children, right? They're played as children. Like they're all child actors. So they're all like. 10 oh, or man, 11. the filming schedule for that must have been hellish. Exactly. That's that's the only that's the only thing I could think of. I was like there are 40 children in this scene. You have to shoot this scene in like 30 minutes and they all have to go and break. This is insane. But the all the elves are children, but all the elves look like they're children but are actually thousands of years old. So yes. All of all of the elves are like, I have pairs of shoes that are older than you. And you're like, "Okay, sassy children." Uh <laughs> So this is mostly okay. Um, they do a little joke where where Tim Allen's like, oh, you have a really 
cute hat. And then she's like, oh, thanks, but I'm actually seeing somebody. And it's like, okay, well, okay. Uh, we nice. get it. You're, we nice. get it. You're, we get it. You're thousands yeah. of years old. You would have yeah. an elf boyfriend, presumably, but this, mm, let's, let's just. And listen, I think that Tim Allen is only attracted to adult Republican women. So I don't think that it was that gross. Yeah. I just thought, I'm like, Given the context of the current year that we're in, this is weird. I don't like it. Yeah, so, no, that was very weird. The children don't age, but they also have relationships with each other because they're like ah, thousands okay. of years old. Yep. No. Nope, that comes. Nope. That comes Let's... back. They they do more. They do more with that in the Disney series that just came out, which is like no. it's 2022, guys. You can't Disney. have you can't have children who are no. like, oh yeah, we're 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 oh. lovers. I mean, no. we're thousands of years old. No, this is the argument that weebs make. I know that it's exa- it's the exact one. Games. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It says so I didn't, she's legal I didn't like in the it. game. I didn't, I didn't like it, but it's in the movie. Oh, so I, oh dear. Got the Santa Claus, and now we're pulling in the an- the, the anime clause. Oh. Yeah. Uh, if you see here are... in fine print, I'm a thousand years old, <laughs> so it's complete. So it's fine. So it's that totally legal. Oh no. <laughs> so that's Whoa. in the movie. I don't like it, and it's it would be like listen. I'm already he could have dropped it. I'm already weirdly on the fence about like the anime part, but like these are actual children, and I know they're playing parts. But I'm just like I don't want to. That, that's that. definitely no. Okay. Uh, so so all right. He he's like he's like this is insane. He goes to bed and he wakes up. He's in his own bed. Charlie's oh, nice. in his bed. He gets teleported back. But before this, Bernard's like, we're gonna send you the list, and he's like, what list? And he's like. Come on, guy. Come on. What are we doing here? It's the list. It's the list. He's like, you got to check it twice, obviously, and we'll see you next year. And he was like, what What are you talking about? And then, but he goes to sleep. He wakes up. He's back in his own house. He's like, it was all a dream. But, oh, the pajamas. He's still wearing the pajamas. And they're embroidered. It says SC on it. He's like, Scott Calvin, that's me. <laughs> so that's why I mentioned that earlier. <laughs> but but he was like, this is all a crazy dream. Santa Claus isn't real. But Charlie's like, oh, yeah, we did that. Like, these are all things that happen. His mom comes to pick him up, and she's like, oh, uh, how are you, honey? And he's like, I had a great night. We went to the North Pole. It was so fun. We saw the elves. Dad is Santa Claus now. Like, he's just saying all the stuff that happens. And she yeah. was like, okay, that's really weird. Whatever. I guess I'm glad you had a good time. Let's go home. Uh, and of so, course, the psychiatrist stepdad is the wet blanket going. Yeah, he's he's like, I don't know if it's healthy to be like continually trying to like up the ante and convince Charlie that Santa mm-hmm. Claus is real. Like I like get, Scott, I get yeah. I get letting them have it for a while, but and he was just like, you're I hate you. You're fucking my ex wife, and he says that he has a pointy head, which is just Reinhold. So he's like. A good-looking guy, like it's not, it's not like absurd. So Charlie's just spouting all this to anyone who will listen. Oh wait, no, okay. I I remember the scene. I I do. This is the funniest part of the movie, and it is. It again it has nothing to do with Tim Allen, but uh, we we cut to uh like a career day at Charlie's school, and all the like parents yeah. are there talking about their career, and then and. And then it's this fireman who's up in front of all these, like, you know, eight-year-old kids. And he's like, and that's why I know that a third-degree burn is the most pain 
that anyone could possibly be in. And then the teacher's like, okay, thank you so much. Um, and I think I speak for for everyone here when I say we're really sorry about what happened to your partner. And I was like... <laughs> That's a good teacher move. That's, that's how you'd handle that. <laughs> that was that was really funny. But then Charlie's like, my dad's Santa Claus. He delivers toys. And he's like, no, I'm like Santa Claus. I work at a toy company. We make toys and deliver it to kids. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and they go to the principal's office. And she's like a no-nonsense, like really like with it principal. I will say the principals depicted in these movies are really like very very adept very strong women who are just like got a good handle on like child rearing in general mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so she brings all the parents the the scott and then his ex-wife and husband and charlie into into her room and she's like these delusions of you being santa claus are unhealthy for charlie like obviously the ex-wife and and the dr neil are like you're just trying to make Charlie believe that you're Santa Claus so that he'll like you more. That's really fucked up, which, yeah, that would be really fucked up. That would up. be pretty fucked up, yeah. It's like, uh, we tried, we told Charlie that Santa Claus isn't real, so you pretended that you were Santa Claus in reality to make him like you more? Like, this is obviously a problem. And the principal's like, yeah, that's that's no good. Like Also... I don't know. Tech, this wouldn't be handled at the principal's office. BG yeah, it was. Re- it was re- in court. It was like, really weird. Well, don't worry, friend. We'll get there. But oh, great, for right awesome. for right now, they're just. He's just like with Charlie. Santa, that was all a dream. You must have been just having a dream. It was just a dream, and he was like, "No, no, it's real." Look, and he holds up. Oh, by the way, Bernard gave Charlie a snow globe, which, yeah. whatever. It's a plot he, point. It's There's like something. a mag. It's a magic. Yeah, it's snow like a magical globe. one. Yeah. It actually kinda. is like a plot point. Kind of. Like if you gaze into it, you like realize the spirit of Christmas kind of. So yeah. I don't know. It's there. But they're just like, this is just a snow globe, Charlie. We we used to make these in our factory all the time. And then we stopped because people stopped buying them. That's the other thing is Tim Allen's making this movie to be like, Christmas isn't what it used to be. Like the whole thing is like, it's not what it used to be. Mm-hmm. So we we uh, nobody days. nobody nobody cares about hot cocoa and snow globes anymore. They're all they're all talking about psychiatry and like healthy parenting styles it's It's like uh, so now we get into what what is santa claus you know is is it a force of nature is it because scott is experiencing changes it starts out as physical changes he gains an enormous amount of weight which is very unhealthy Mm -hmm. and as such he goes to the doctor and he was like doctor i've been gaining a bunch of weight my facial hair is growing he'll shave and then his beard will fully come in by the end of the day and then and he's like well what are you eating and he's like well you know like cookies and and milk and and that kind of stuff he's like well there's your problem you gotta you gotta eat you gotta eat healthy and he like has him do like fitness tests you know like the running test where you like Mm -hmm. run as long as you can he's like you're in great shape like you're in great shape you're just really fat so it's like I don't know. Listen, you would be really good at running from house to house and delivering yeah. presents, but you're just fat. He, he, liter- he literally was like, you are in great health. You're just fat. So it's like, seems fine then. Because my, I mean, my biggest thing about being fat is like, well, it's not healthy for you. But if you are like, if you can run for like miles and, and you know, you're, you're, you feel good and you feel healthy, but you're just fat. It's like, I don't know. It's fine. You're fine. 
And, well, and then and then he was like, well, the facial hair is probably a hormonal thing. It's horm- It's just hormones. You're an you're an adult in his forties. Run some blood work. Yeah. Um. And so the doctor's like, I don't know, just go on a diet and uh, and that'll be it. So he tries to diet and obviously still is gaining weight. Ah. Um. His beard keeps growing out, but then the uh, then the the psychological changes happen, right? Mm-hmm. He's he's walking down the street and all these children are running around playing, and he's like, "That's Sally. She's nice." And he looks at another one. That's Billy. He's naughty. So he <laughs> he knows he knows the he knows who these children are, and he knows if they've been that's a, that's bad a or good. Weird. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah. he knows he knows if they've been sleeping even. He gets. He gets. They're awake. He gets. He be, he starts to be infused with Eltrich knowledge, right? Of like he knows when they are sleeping. He knows when they're awake. He knows if they've been bad or good. Like, see, he knows all the children's names, and he knows if they've been bad or good. And the children seem to be like drawn to him. Like they want to like talk to him and like mm-hmm. tell them what they want for Christmas. So <laughs> so like kids keep walking A up year to him from and now. Yeah, kids keep walking up and they're like. I want a bicycle. And he's like, okay. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> like, the only way I feel like Santa is an acceptable concept is when he himself is like a magical elf being. I don't like these things associated with Tim Allen. Yeah, right? Well, well so- and that's, but that's the thing. So, like I said, everyone hates Tim Allen. The principal at the school hates Tim Allen. Neil hates Tim Allen. His ex-girlfriend hates him. We hate Tim Tim Allen. But that's the thing. Children love him. Tim Allen doesn't have to change in this movie because and this is I'm positing a theory here. I, I this is mm. this is the this is the lore you know part. I don't think Tim Allen does change. I don't think he learns the meaning of Christmas and I don't think he is infused with Christmas beer. I think he becomes Santa Claus and via that Tim Allen is no more. I think yeah. it is it is Santa Claus just inhabiting okay, so, him, becoming him, changing him. Yeah, this is so kind so of like a horror go, movie. So if Except, we go more yes. into this D and D theory mm-hmm. explanations of it, yeah, you guys know more about it than I do. So sure. he has like a familiar, all this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So what powers would be in the works to transform him physically and mentally in order to better serve the Santa gods. I think I think I think it's pretty easy like a lot of Eltrich gods will give you like He's not wearing enhanced... the coat anymore, you know? Right. What I mean? so right. Like... But he's made he's made the pact. He he is bound by the Santa Claus. Okay. The coat once he puts on the coat, he's mm-hmm. the Santa Claus. Okay. And so I think I think a dark deity will will give you enhanced like endurance like he has mm-hmm, now mm-hmm, or yeah. will and like uh, a lot of the times uh, a deity will will transform your physical appearance to mm-hmm. to more be in line with a, an obol or an idol that might be associated with that dark deity and in the case of the santa oh. claus it's it, they're there he's he's becoming physically like he's gaining physical attributes like strength yeah. and speed and endurance but he's also physically becoming visually more like the Santa Claus. Right. Mm. As a representation of holiday cheer. Followers of Asmodeus might grow horns. Followers of Santa get fat. Exactly, Ethan. Thank you. And beards. Beards they can't control. He's going through all these changes. He's trying to shave. He's trying to diet. Nothing's working. And and UPS shows up one day and they're like, we've got 
a delivery for you. And he's like, all right, just leave it inside. And he comes back and there's like a billion boxes, red Christmassy boxes. He opens them up and there's a, a, a stack of papers inside. It's the list. Bernard the said list. he would send the list and now he's got to check it. It's a list of the name of every child who I guess believes in Christ maybe. He, they specifically say he doesn't deliver presents to people who don't celebrate Christmas. So it's, I guess, only people who celebrate Christmas get on the list, which... Fair, fair enough. Whatever, okay. but but he does. He starts to. He has these visions in his head of who is not. He's because Bernard's. He's like, how am I gonna know who's naughty and nice? And Bernard's like, you'll know. So Bernard knows the transformation is is happening, and he knows mm-hmm. that Santa will be infused with these powers. And indeed, he like, just he starts to know who's naughty, who's nice. I feel like Bernard's the one pulling some strings here. Bernard is Bernard's very knowledgeable he he, and he doesn't like he doesn't go for the power play right like he's not like oh Santa's dead long live Santa I, I'm gonna no he's just like it's just the way it is it's not my job to like interfere with whatever you do I'm whatever just telling I'm just I'm just telling you what you need to know and this this is getting legitimately Lovecrafty in the way you are describing yeah. this well that's I- good because it only it like it it's like and like because you know when you're when you're indebted to a god like you might get a thirst for blood or you might only want to eat raw meat or something like that in this case cookies and milk cookies milk fudge sweets he just he can't help himself he has to eat those things and even though he's only eating sweets he's only eating carbohydrates he's only getting stronger and more powerful <laughs> He's becoming Santa Claus. And that's th- that's great news for everybody because everyone hates Tim Allen in this movie, but everyone loves Santa Claus. And the mm-hmm. Santa Claus personality is coming through more and more. And Tim Allen is dying within his own body. And mm-hmm. so he doesn't have to change. He just is becoming Santa Claus and his, his, he's ha- experiencing ego death, of, uh, like basically, as yeah. Santa Claus assumes his form. But the people who aren't happy about this are his ex-wife and yep. Dr. Neil because they're mm-hmm. like, you're changing your physical appearance to look more like Santa Claus so that Charlie will like you. You are manipulating him. And again, like totally fair. Like if this was happening, if like you're, if, if a child of divorce was like, Oh, I love Santa Claus and dad Santa Claus. And and you're like, no, no, he's not. And then you like see your ex-husband and he's like, is like a hundred pounds fatter and is growing a big white beard to look like Santa Claus. You'd be like, Hold on, hold on, no, 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 no. No, I mean, it's the same kind of thing with like the Mrs. Doubtfire movie, right? Where it's like, you know, movie you watch, haha, funny, funny. If it happened in reality, your your ex-husband was like fucking dressing up as a woman and infiltrating your home to be around your children. Like, no, 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 no. Right. Well, and that's why this movie goes a step beyond because it it acknowledges those things. Because Neil says... We need to get the courts involved. And so they go to a judge. And okay, like good. that's the thing about this movie is it's like it's about Christmas kinda, but it's there's nothing fun or whimsical about it. It really draws out the like sad, depressing parts. And so they spend like 20 minutes going to a judge. And at this point, at this point, Tim Allen has been like, Charlie, you can't tell anyone about my secret because, you know, Santa's got to be a secret. And he's like, okay, I get it, Dad. You know, we don't want everyone talking about Santa. So he that's how he gets him to stop talking about Santa at first. Mm-hmm. But then they see him, you know, looking more like Santa, acting more like Santa, and they're like, all right, this is getting too weird. Dr. Dr. Judge Reinhold wants to get a real judge involved. 
And so they go to the courts and then they talk to a judge and then Tim Allen shows up and he's like, what's going on? Why, why are we doing this? And then Charlie comes out of the judge's office because he was talking with the judge and he was like, don't worry, dad. I, I told the judge everything. So now, oh. now he knows, now he knows, oh, now he knows no. that you're Santa Claus. And he was like, okay, restraining order against you. You can't see your kid anymore. And, uh, we're, like we're done. We're done with this. We're not doing this anymore. Yeah. And then, and so Tim Allen is sad because he lost visitation rights with his kid. And Mm -hmm. then he, it's like a sad time and he's still getting fat and he looks more like Santa every single day. And then he just goes to his ex-wife's house and shows up and is like, I got to talk to Charlie and say goodbye. Which at this point you say, no, and I'm calling the cops. But- But his ex-wife, who I guess is a pushover, is like, all right, you can say goodbye to him. And so he's like, Charlie, this really went tits up. Uh, uh, But I can't, but I can't, I can't see you anymore. The judge said I can't see you anymore. And I, uh, you know, this has to be it. And he was like, no, dad, you are Santa. I know you're Santa. And he's like, no, Charlie, it's not true. It's all just, it's all just make believe. Santa's not real. And he's like, no, dad, you have to believe. Look, this is what Bernard gave me. And he shows him the, the Christmas orb. And then he gazes into it and he goes, it's true. Charlie, I am Santa Claus. Like now he knows. He's like, I am Santa Claus. And then, but he's like, but Charlie, that means I have to go. I have to go deliver presents. And he was like, but dad, I want to be with you. Can't I come deliver presents with you? And then Tim Allen goes, hmm. I suppose we can do a crime if it's in the Christmas spirit. <laughs> and so and so Bernard shows up and he's like, are you ready to go, Santa? And he was like, yeah, let's go. And so he just brings Charlie with him. And the two parents are beside themselves. Their child has just been abducted by their insane ex-husband. They're just gone. They're gone without a trace. So they call the cops. And again, it shows all of this where they're like, Hello, my son's been kidnapped by my husband who thinks he's Santa Claus. They're doing the whole thing where all the cops are like debriefing and they're like, we're looking for a guy. He looks exactly like Santa Claus. And then they show them like arresting random Santa Clauses and they're like, that's not me, man. I'm not, I'm not who you're looking for. Which statistically 90% of Santa Clauses are drug users. So like some of them probably would have been arrested anyway. No, it just happens, friend. There's only one way. There's only one way to achieve that amount of holiday cheer. <laughs> but but the, they're at the North Pole. They're getting ready. They're prepping for Christmas. It's like a week before Christmas. And this is another really weird part. It's like the elves are very good at making toys. They're very productive. But I guess they're idiots. They can't think of new ideas. Because like Charlie comes in and he like comes up with all these, they're like, Charlie's great. He has all these great ideas. And then they can, I guess, just make the ideas into reality. So he, like, makes improvements to the sleigh. And then he's got, like, communications in the Santa hat, like, comms. And also, like, other stuff. And I guess they're like, I don't want Dad to die and have a new Santa Claus. So that we're going to up security, which is like, why wouldn't every Santa do this? Like, they know how they became Santa. They know what the stakes are every time. I mean, the Santas, they lose the capacity to think about things in that context. you're right. That's right. So Charlie is a very important, like, exterior voice in a lot of this. They go out. They deliver the presents. And, of course, he's got to deliver presents to Charlie's house because... 
you know, Charlie. Charlie, Charlie lives there. They deliver presents. This the the cops have been waiting for him. Yep. And it's they arrest. They they arrest him. Yeah. They get him, which is absurd because they're like, this guy stole a kid and then like invaded their home, and the cops are all there and they don't shoot him. It, it, like they have guns because he's white. But it's it is because he's white. You are entirely he's right. White. But th- but they're like, he's like, guys, guys, it's me, Santa Claus, and they're like, you're coming with us, Santa. There's a war on Christmas, and you just got arrested. And he's like, oh, oh, no, no, no. Because mm-hmm, it's like, mm-hmm, it's like mm-hmm. the, yep, yeah. Yep. yeah, no, that's really yep, good. He yeah, doesn't funny. say, that was my joke. That was a better joke. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, all right, that joke is fine. It's, <laughs> hard, it's hard to tell. <laughs> um, uh. So at this point, they dispatch the elf unit, ELF. Which mm-hmm. stands for something. I don't remember what. It I think it's a it's funny probably joke. Probably hilarious, yeah. They all have jetpacks that they can Good. use to fly across the world and they mm-hmm. use it to break they do prison break for Santa, another D D mm-hmm. trope, get him out of jail. Yep. Um bring him back to the North Pole. He finishes delivering gifts and then they uh he brings Charlie back home and he's like, Charlie, you have to stay here now. I'll finish the rest of the night. And then and and then Charlie's like, Mom, can't you see? Dad is Santa. Look, look within the orb of Christmas knowledge. Mm-hmm. And then he, and then he and then he shakes up this this the snow globe again, and then she looks in it, and she's like, "It's true, isn't it, Tim Allen? You are truly Santa." And he he's like, mm, "It's me." And then Judge Reinhold is like, "I don't know." And then he looks, looks upon the, the he looks upon yeah. the orb, and Once he again, the orb's very and then, important. And then there's and then there's a glint in his eye, and he's like. Santa? And then he's like, it is it is me. And he's like, oh, Santa, I stopped believing in you when I was three. But now I believe again. And then like it's all it's all wrapping up again. There's there's an APV out on Charlie and his dad at this point, but I mean they're just having a fun little and he's like, It's true, I'm Santa Claus. I have to go deliver the presents now. And and Charlie, uh, you know, we will we will this will be a one-off adventure, surely. Uh, and then he uh, he he flies off, and everyone sees him, and they're all like, "Oh, yeah. Santa Claus!" And he goes, uh, "Merry Christmas to all, and to all a good night." And then um, it sticks out very particularly because they're like, "Charlie, what do you want to be when you grow up?" And he's like, "I think I want to go into the family business." And it's like, "Charlie, you are saying you want to murder your murder father your so father. that you can yeah. become Santa Claus." Hold on, but you know. All right, uh, sure. One day, father will pass, and when he does, I will be there to don his armor. I feel like it's implied that he would be immortal if he does not get killed by the next. It wouldn't. It would imply that, but there's, there's a, there's a lot more to know. Like it's hard to know. Are there other clauses? There's there's hard to know about the lore of Santa because it's so mystical, right? It's so like like out there. It would it would be really difficult. <laughs> Do you guys hear that? Oh no. Did wait. Okay. All right. Yes. That's yep. weird. I think Lizzie's making a bunch of noise downstairs. Hold on. Oh no. Ethan, what's happening? <laughs> That's just deep breaths. Uh, deep breaths, Rand. 
Uh, I don't think I'll be prepared. What a worth, <laughs> what a worthwhile bit. I'm sure this will be. <laughs> Chock full of them. Oh, 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 oh no! Oh. <laughs> oh! Shit! Did you kill Tim Allen? Mer- Merry Christmas, boys and girls. No, I would never. Are you kill sure? Tim. I mean, I would like to kill Tim. I mean. <laughs> Because no. how else would you assume the role of Santa if you didn't kill the previous oh, one? Oh, there's there's a lot. Oh, there's a lot of problematic issues with with Tim Allen Santa Claus. I'm here. I'm mm-hmm. here to 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 uh to set the record straight about many of the misconceptions of Santa Claus. Thank and God. And to say that I have many an no, issue. Thank Christ. Yes. Well, we won't want to take the Christ out of Christmas. Oh, 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 oh. I was originally a Christian saint. And then I became a jolly man who is the mm-hmm. physical manifestation of the current spirit of Christmas. Oh, oh, oh. Now, okay. now let, let, me, let me check my list off screen. See? Oh, Fran, it seems you've... You've been a very nice girl this year. You're on the nice list. Is there anything you want from old Santa Claus? Uh uh-uh. No, you I don't need give... anything. No, give it give my gift to somebody else. Oh give the give the gift oh, of charity. Oh no, we we don't give gifts to the poor just because you ask us to. They have to work oh. for it. I'm the current <laughs> I'm the current <laughs> version of Christmas spirit. The the modern one. Uh. That is what Santa is. Okay. Am I, I'll, am I allowed I'll to have? Can I can I have red Starbucks cups? Yes. Or is that too I, I'll bring, no, I'll bring the red Starbucks cups back. I'll do that awesome. for you. That's very. Thank you. Now, that, now, now that, Ethan, that helps me. See, I'm uh, wait, 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 Before you look on those lists, I would like you yeah. to know I'm very white and very yes. middle class. Well, that is that is good. The problem here is it seems for Christmas you've asked for. I don't I don't know what a hentai body pillow is. Is that is that a nice thing to ask for? I'm on I, I'm unsure. I, yeah, it's real nice, actually. I think that the modern spirit of Santa, if he doesn't know, he should learn pretty quick what a okay. hentai yeah, body has, pillow is. It has been showing up a lot more. <laughs> um but yeah, no, I specifically I would like the JoJo body pillow where there's a separate pillow for the head, and you can flip it around, and it's Dio or it's Jojo. Oh, okay, well, oh, okay. If, you, if you buy many presents for Christmas, I'll get you that as well. There you go. Oh, look! <laughs> a little bit of cookies for Santa Claus here. Let me let me give a nice little bit of audio for those at home. So, oh so I'm going to have to fit this into my beard. It's so thick from all the merriment. <laughs> uh, by oh. the way, for audio listeners, oh. if you haven't figured out, oh, uh, Santa is here. In a red hair. suit, in a beard, in a hat, oh, oh, oh. and is oh. presently eating cookies it's with really, lactose-free really, milk alternatives. It's really tangled up in there. It's gingerbread flavored. Not oh, not Tim a, Allen, a though. A different Santa. Not Tim Allen. Uh, no, I'm the real Santa Claus. The... Well, no. I mean, Tim Allen is the Santa Claus. We deserve no, this. No, no. Hold on. Let me drink this off, off camera. Yeah. I'm having what, some issues. Once you've Stuffed that non-dairy uh, festive drink into your face, Santa. You will have to 
explain oh, to us both your presence and nog. <laughs> all right, all right. Goodness me! Whoever left this might have an alcohol problem. <laughs> you should look into that. <laughs> yeah, I. You know, I think maybe for I mean, Christmas he should get an intervention. Oh no, he's a good. He's a good boy. He left milk and cookies. He'll get. What did you say? A Jojo pillow? That sounds good. I'll put that on the list as well. Well, let me... I'm here to, to you know, make the record straight. I think Tim Allen has done a, a, a horrible job portraying me, the Santa Claus, in his films. And I, and I want to, to set the record straight on a few things. Um, number you one... placed if you die. No! I'm an immortal... Being oh, okay. of Christmas okay. cheer, I cannot perish. If Tim Allen thinks that he can listen, I am I am Santa Claus. I would never do a cuss, you know. I would I would never I would never disparage others. I would fetishize violence for profit. That is a thing I would do. But I would uh, if it was me versus Tim Allen, oh, I would I would mess him up. He would he would not last. Two minutes in the ring with with old Jolly Saint Nick. Ho, 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 ho. I would knock a. There'd be there'd be two hits. It'd be it'd be me hitting him and him hitting the the floor. That's that's how that would go. You're saying that uh, violent knights would be more accurate than the Santa Claus. Yes, I be, I believe that freedom should be fought for with blood. Yes, but I also believe in peace on earth. And goodwill towards men. I believe in both of those things. Only men. Peace on earth, and I'll beat ass until I get it. Yeah, that's well. We don't do a we don't do a cuss like that. But yes, yes, that's that's. True. And we would never talk about, you know, a, a, a man's candy cane going into a stocking, as as we say in the North Pole. But we we would never want we would never want to or two candy canes. God forbid. <laughs> no, we, we would never talk about that. But but if we if we need to do a holy war. Well, Santa's on the front line for that one. Okay. Yes. Now, let let me say this: the elves at the North Pole they are they are not children. They are mystical elves with magical. Well, we powers. know they're thousands of years old. They just they are to look like they are thousands children. they are thousands of years old, but they have full man and women features. They're just smaller. So it's oh. it's totally appropriate to have sexual relations with elves, is what you're saying. Uh, consensually, of course. <laughs> yes. All that's, right, that's... Santa believes in consent. Oh, of course, as long as it's politically advantageous. All right, yeah, all right, this is modern Santa, that makes sense, yeah, yeah. And, I, and let me tell you, I was, I was checking many stores this year because I, I wanted to see if any of them were selling Santa outfits just to see if... You know, they they were selling that. It's good to know. Mm-hmm. And and uh, those fascists at Walmart and Target didn't have any Santa outfits. Oh, the as, war as, on as, Christmas as, is real. As, as, uh, it's the those the woke left mob has been taking control <laughs> Christmas. But but you know who's on the nice list this year? Party City, who did have Santa outfits available for purchase with U.S. dollars. So. So Sam Walton, you're on the naughty list, but Party City, you you're a good boy this year. I'll get you some tax breaks or something. 
Um, how much do you lobby um, Congress? Oh, we and... can't. Di- we won't disclose that. But, but don't worry. It's not a problem either. Is there like a is there a super PAC that you instead donate to? Is that the the only super PAC I know of is how to super pack snowballs together and throw them at liberals. You know what I'm saying? Snowball super pack. I'll make sure to look up. Okay. That one. Yeah. That's if okay. we're each if we're each getting a question for Santa, uh, oh, I I have yes. been wondering. Will the immortal spirit of Christmas live on after humanity has destroyed itself? Will you continue making gifts for no one as like time well, drips by? Uh, I I appear as the spirit of Christmas to all those who who are who who cherish Christmas in their hearts. And right now that's mostly humans. There are very few anteater Christmas believers. But mm. but if but if there are sort some of, is what I'm hearing then. Well, maybe a few. But generally speaking, you know, humanoid is the shape I'm in. But if there were a a large amount of of Christian uh, reptilian people or uh, a merfolk as there once were, <laughs> then I would I would appear as them. To them, I would I would inhabit their own. Uh, this is a form of which you see as jolly and fun. Ho, 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 ho. It, my true form would be too horrifying to gaze upon. It would drive you mad. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. That's comforting to know that Christmas will outlive us puny mortals. Oh, yes. Uh, and very soon. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, to me, you are but the blink of an eye. Uh, well... I just wanted to come in shortly and and set the record straight a little. My power is obviously not contained within my coat. I simply like the color red. And the elves are are fully adults, consenting adults. And uh, and I would Don't never like children. And I would never lose in a fight to Tim Allen. I I want that okay. to be very clear. Mm-hmm. Uh, is and it, is, and you don't die. I can't die. Take, yeah. No. Yeah, exactly. It's not possible. Not unless okay. someone finds the blade of Krampus. But no one's seen the blade of Krampus in a thousand years. <laughs> because the last one who did is at the bottom of the sea with those gosh danged Atlanteans. Anyway, is there anything else you wish to ask of old Saint Nick before I before I get on my sleigh and take to the sky? I did, but now I'm processing information, so I've forgotten the question. Okay, we'll just put it in a letter and address it to the North Pole, and then the UPS, USPS has this whole system where they get it to me. Okay. Tax deductible, of course. Ethan, is there anything <laughs> you want to say? To Santa is very big on taxes and tax breaks. Oh, as long as I think taxes, I think taxes are very important. I just don't think old Saint Nick should have to pay. I'm making a lot of toys, making a lot of jobs. <laughs> I mean, you are offshore. So. Well, and I, I mean, the labor unions at the North Pole have been, you know, destroyed for centuries, thanks to yours truly. But God oh. bless Saint Nick. Oh, Ethan, you might make the nice list yet. No. Well, oh, what's that noise? Oh, it sounds like CJ is going. I can't let him see me, or he'll he'll he won't believe because I don't exist anymore. He'll believe because I do exist, and that's the wrong kind of belief. You have to believe 
even without seeing. Uh, ho, 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 ho. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Bye, Santa. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> guys. Guys. Oh. How you doing? Guys. I checked. I went to my. I went to the. I went to the. I went to the pantry. I have a pantry. I went there to. Uh, whenever I hear Home Invader, I check my food supplies because I'm afraid they're going to take all my rations for the end of days. And all of all of my all of my cookies and soy milk are gone. I was and. It looks like they're be a little bit behind you still. Oh, are they? Are... It's it's a Christmas miracle. I don't know. It's empty. It's no. Well, oh, there's milk my, left though. My 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 milk themed booze. It's it smells. It's it smells somehow more like like cinnamon and and nutmeg and 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 peppermint. Yeah, I heard even though, also. Even though it was mostly that to start. I heard that. Well, I heard that it wasn't mostly that. I heard it was maybe a little bit stronger. Oh God, that's really strong with holiday <laughs> cheer. <laughs> Well, that's interesting. Anyway, did you guys? I mean, I can cut that part out if you guys didn't have anything interesting. Yeah, I mean, to say while you were nothing particularly interested happened. I don't think. I guess you could okay. look over the footage and see. Yeah, There's yeah. Probably some salvageable stuff. In well, there. yeah. I'll add, okay, I, YouTube you know, short. We, yeah, we can make a short or whatever. But uh, okay, so we made it through. We made it through the the Santa Claus. Um, I'm not going to go the same amount of runtime as. It, well, yeah, pretty close. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to go beat for beat through the next two. I just want to talk about some of the, the big lore beats that we get from from the next two ones because, mm-hmm. like, that Presumably movie... Presumably there's more clauses. Well, see, that's the thing. That movie is, like, a full-length movie, and yet nothing really happens. Like, there's kind of some holiday things every once in a while, but, like, the main thing is Tim Allen's a dick. He becomes Santa Claus, and then everyone likes him because he's Santa Claus. No, yeah. nobody cares. is no more. Yeah, pretty much. Well, literally, and how I know this is because at the end, Santa Claus, Tim Allen's mm-hmm. previous form, he says, "I love you, Charlie. I love you like a son because you're, you're you are my son." And then mm-hmm. Charlie goes, "I love you, Santa Claus." He doesn't say, "I love you, Dad." He says, "I love you, mm-hmm. Santa Claus." And so I'm like, okay, so he doesn't like his dad still, but he loves the Santa Claus. Like he he loves Santa Claus. It's really weird to me that Bernard made him go through this transformation at home instead of like under the care of the elves. Well, and that's that's the other thing because he doesn't live a double life. Like he after this, yeah. he doesn't like hang. He like he just lives at the North Pole like full time. It seems. Well, as we've covered, he becomes. He, he did. Santa I think the transformation is complete through. now. Yeah. So, all right, we're going to get right back into some big, thick lore for this next part because we're at the Santa Claus 2, and Tim Allen is a great Santa Claus, apparently. They say that kids' happiness are up 82% under the new Santa Claus. Wow. They're loving the new Santa Claus. There's Causation like, and correlation, I don't know. But it's like, the 90s, shit's going well, kids are happy, and nothing will ever change that. Now, Yeah, now it's 2002. Oh, yeah, this no. is post 9-11 world. Oh, it's true. But through the power of Santa, kids are still happy. They don't have to think about the world. They don't, they're not thinking about how they're probably going to get drafted into a war for oil yet. Or the recession. Or any of that. Uh, the, the, the housing market hasn't crashed yet. It's not 2008. So we're, everything's still good. And Santa Claus is keeping the vibes up. Everyone loves it. There's a it. reason why millennials grew up on these movies. But now 
we're introduced to a new pantheon of characters because Santa is but one of what is known as the Council of Legendary Figures. So this this. this, this council <laughs> convenes the legendary figures to discuss matters of the world, exchange ancient information. Uh, there's probably some ritual sacrifice in there as well. but Yeah, orgy stuff, you know. We're at the North Pole, and Santa is convening with Mother Nature, who's played by Aisha Tyler for some reason, uh, Father Time, who, and this is why I brought this up earlier, Father Time is played by Peter Boyle again, the which was which was Tim Allen's boss in the last movie, but now he's Father Time. I'm pretty sure these are supposed to be two distinct characters, but the fact that they're played yeah. by the same person is very strange. It's very strange. I mean, makeup. Maybe? So, well, I mean, he's got like a big Father Time beard, and I was I was like. Wait a second, is that the same guy from the previous movie? Because I watched these back to back. I'm like, is it the same guy from the previous movie? So, for all intents and purposes, Tim Allen's old boss is now Santa Claus's co-worker in the Council of Legendary Figures. He's Father Time. Uh-huh. Okay. There's also Cupid, who, you know, he's like a tiny baby man. Uh, the Easter Bunny, who's very scary. Uh, the Tooth Fairy. And Sandman. All these guys are public domain and all exist in the pantheon of the Council of Legendary Figures. So some of these figures on the council seem a little more important than some of the other figures. How do, how do you mean, Ethan? I mean, when I think about, say, like, Father Time or Mother Nature. Right. Controls all time, controls all <laughs> nature, right? I, I kind of put them on a different pedestal than, was it the Tooth Fairy was one of them? The Tooth Fairy's there, the Sandman is there, the Easter Bunny. Yeah. And Cupid are also there. I kind of, like, I'm. Is there a, is there a bit of, like, a power schism in here? Because this sort of seems like maybe... Some of these it's, people's things don't matter and are stupid. Well, it, it seems as though Mother Nature is kind of the head of the council. She does a lot of the talking, but it, but Santa is hosting them at the North Pole for their like convention, their little summit. Um, so he's okay. he's more of their host, but they all love him. They're like, "You're doing a great job as Santa." That last guy, shit, you, awesome job. <laughs> we love what you're doing with Santa, and he's like innovating new toys. He like knows what the kids want. He's like he's both you know gracious but still Doing humble at the research. same time. Wow. Yeah, he's using all the powers of a person who worked at a toy like a toy company, but mm -hmm. you know with the, all the powers of Santa Claus. I don't mm -hmm. like this. I don't like this because of the context we put it in. I now feel like that previous Santa was probably worse at his job because he was holding on to just like a little bit of his former self, his past memories. And it just, oh, I, 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 I mean, this one's that. using some of his past memories and skills as a yeah, they, working in a toy yeah, company. I think, it, I think it's kind of like all for one where you like get, you get all the previous experiences of your past selves and then you only get stronger as you go. That's my understanding of it. At oh least that's, man. If, I hope if they haven't made uh, a My Hero Academia Christmas special like that yet. Oh, uh, that would be very good. Hey, that's a freebie for you, internet. Anyway. Your support is <laughs> smash! So, Bernard is now joined by a new elf uh, who is named Curtis. 
Curtis is kind of a bookish by the by the rules elf, uh, and uh, Bernard is still there, and he's uh, I mean he's still in charge, but he's like, listen, Santa Claus is doing great. We just got to do what the big guy says. And Curtis is like, no, 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 no. No one's following the rules. No one's no one's there. There's a big there's a big handbook of rules that the Santas are supposed to follow, that the elves are supposed to follow, and no one's following them. And I think that they should they should follow the rules more. And he's like, no, no, let's take them. Let's take a more natural sort of you know ergonomic approach to all of this, and let's not let's not get too like caught up by the actual rules. But there is one big rule that is coming into effect right now. Santa uh, causing... needs to fuck. Santa needs to fuck. He's all pent up. And when your balls are that heavy, you can't travel fast enough around the world to deliver presents. But in reality, he, no, he brings out the card from the first movie. And he's like, you remember this card? The card that bound your soul to us? And he's like, yeah, of course I remember. The Santa Claus. And he's like, well, no, there's a Mrs. Claus. And he's like, I'm not married. There's no Mrs. Claus. And he's like, no, the Mrs. Claus. Like, they do the same joke again <sighs> for like 10 it's minutes. so good the first time. He's like, no, the Mrs. Claus. Look. And then he brings out a machine with ever-increasing magnifying glasses because now they're even more magnified to see the finer print mm-hmm. that says the Mrs. Claus. All Santa Clauses must get married and have a Mrs. Claus. Otherwise- okay. They will go through what's called the desantification process and cease oh. to be Santa Claus. So, and then, question. and then they're left with no Santa Claus. So, what happened to the last Mrs. Claus? Then, does she they're, disappear into the rapture once when they're her not, husband? They're not going to bring that dies? up. They're not going to bring that up until the Santa Clauses, the series on Disney that just came out this year for some reason. But oh, so it, would, it will be answered. But Great. they do they do talk about it. And for the most part, yes, it seems as though her fate is bound to his. When he ceases oh. to be, so does she. Oh, dear. Yeah, it's pretty Ugh. brutal. Yeah. Also, what what does she what's the job description for Mrs. Claus? Be married to Santa Claus. Okay. Another she another thing they bring another thing they bring up in the new 2022 series from Disney. It's the classic the uh conservative wife days keep his belly full and his balls empty. That's your job, ladies. Oh. <laughs> and it's true. <laughs> uh and so they're like mm. so Curtis and and Bernard are like Santa, you have to get married or you won't be Santa anymore. And it has to be by next Christmas because it's been 8 years since he got the job and i guess nine years is the amount of time they give to find a wife which is like it's a pretty good amount of time to like find a wife but they should have told him earlier but also why nine why not like 10 or like 13 or so i guess it wasn't like, seven isn't bi- seven supposed yeah like to be a biblical a number? number yeah it's not that though so i don't know that's just the time between movies i think the movie all the the movies always happen in the present day that they're released so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. keep Once that again post 9 11 world yeah, well, at this point, yeah, a lot's changed, but Santa Claus is doing great. Everyone loves Santa Claus. But the council's like, well, you have to go find a wife because we love you as Santa Claus. We don't want to be without you. Um, and because he's like, he's he, he's like, ah, Cupid, you old so-and-so. Ah, Mother Nature looking good. He's like, oh, uh, the, the tooth fairy doesn't like his name because it's too effeminate. Uh, what if you were the Molinator? Would you like that? Mm-hmm. That's one of his jokes. You're the Molinator. And he's like, I like that. 
that's the kind of caliber of jokes we're dealing with. Like when Tim Allen says a joke, he's like, I think the tooth fairy should be named the Molinator. And you're like, uh-huh, is, uh-huh, is, uh-huh. Is, is pause for laugh? I don't, they do pause for laugh. Am I supposed to? Okay. <laughs> I like, I like pause for laugh in, in big box <laughs> movies. Um, <laughs> Just silence in the theater. For like right. 30 seconds. So, I this is skipping ahead, and I know that's a that's a naughty, but I have to ask CJ: Is Cupid going to assist in any way in this wife getting process, or is he just totally a background nothing? That's an excellent that's an excellent question, Ethan, because he says that he's like Cupid, can't you just help me get a wife? He says, No, my powers don't work on my powers don't work on anyone else who's a part of the Council of Legendary Figures. Oh. No, no one on the Council of Legendary Figures can can interact with the other ones oh, okay. with their powers. Here, but but listen listen here, Cupid. I don't need to love her. If you could if you could She's affect her. Me. Yeah. Well, but then if she became Mrs. Claus, then she would be oh, then it a would part s- then it in, would stop the pan- working. And then she would stop right. and then she'd be like Right. Anyway, he's gotta find. It gets pretty problematic. Let's cut a, let's cut away from all oh, this. We're, we're in very bullshit. problematic spaces right now, friend. Yeah. yeah. L- listen, love potions, love spells, those are all, you know you know do all men just trick women into loving them anyway is that not what a love it's yeah so whatever let's go back to the real world where charlie is he's in this movie too it's the same actor he looks nothing like he did eight years ago because he was a literal child and now he's like they actually kept the same kid it's the same guy Wow. Yeah. That, that's impressive in terms of cast. Right. Isn't that yes. always bonkers? Like when you see an actual kid grow up and play the same thing, and you're like, they don't look anything and alike. You're like, I literally thought it was a different person. Right. I had to look it up. And it it's was like, the same kid both times. Wow. They kept it all the same. The they casting. kept all the same cast through this that's whole impressive. thing. Which is, yeah, it's From insane. From 94 to 2002. Like, insane. 2022, Fran. All the way through. Seriously? Still. The still. Whoa! All the same. That's act. That's pretty impressive. That's it just is. the star power. When Tim Allen calls, you answer. Anyway, that he's at his school. He's rappelling down into the gymnasium from the ceiling because he's a little graffito now. He's doing some graffiti on the walls, and he's trying to impress a girl. He's with a girl, and they're getting they're getting little butterflies in their stomachs for each other. And she's like, "Oh, you're so cool and dangerous." And he was like. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I do graffiti. It's cool. So he does graffiti, but he does weirdly pro-Christmas graffiti, which is a very strange combination. But he is like Newman. Such a bad boy for spreading Christmas cheer. Uh, I know. It's it's very weird. But he's like Newman equals, and then it's like a Christmas tree with a big X through it. That's his big statement. Oh, and he's so, rebelling. So we're, we're led to believe that there's a principal Newman and that they are anti Christmas at the school. They don't. The war they don't on have Christmas. Any, the war on Christmas in public schools, even. Oh my gosh! The woke liberal left. The the is, woke left mob is trying to take uh, Christmas out of the school. And schools indoctrinating. Is that our? And that's this, our legitimate this, premise here. This this principal new man thinks that he can come in and tell us what to believe about Christmas. That's some bullshit. But uh oh, Fran, a ladder comes up on the wall next to Charlie while he's finishing up his graffiti and up comes the ladder. A a woman? What? And then Charlie goes, hi, Principal Newman. That's right. You thought that Principal Newman was a man, Fran? No, actually, the principal is a lady. 
I, I and bet, indoctrinating children into. I bet you. I bet media. you. Uh, your whole worldview is shattered now, thinking that a woman could be the principal of a school. But wow, wow, wow. Anyway, she says, "Hello, Charlie." He goes, hello, Principal Newman. And of course, she's got to call in the parents to her office because, again, you got to have a, a scene where you're all in the principal's office in a Santa Claus movie. Mm-hmm. And so, I Tim hope they Al- do this every episode in the Disney Plus series, knowing full well that Charlie is out of school at this point, I presume, by the year 2022. Again, there is, he is married with children in the series. Like, it's the, oh. the, the same guy. So it's we're going to cra- bring in the grandparents. It's crazy. Anyway. Okay. So Principal Newman is like, this is unacceptable. Charlie's a little graffito. He's messing up the school. And then Tim Allen's there and he's like, well, he's got a good point. You don't have any Christmas stuff anywhere. It's the Christmas season because he's still inhabited by the Santa Claus. So he's like mm-hmm. compelled mm-hmm. to be, he's like compelled to be like, where are the wreaths? Where's the mistletoe? Where are the lights? This, the the beautiful jingle bells? Where is it? They took Christ out of schools, man. And, like. and here's the thing. Principal Newman, in my opinion, is an exceptionally impressive principal all of the children are like they're like riding skateboards through the halls and she's like where should you be right now he's like math class and he's like are you gonna go to math class he's like yeah and he like runs away and she's like she has like such a hard handle on everything going on in her school like she's cracking down and she's like he's like why don't you have any decorations and she's like tim allen this is a public school, the number one rated yes. public school in the entire like area. She's like, yeah. you don't become the number one public school by wasting money on Christmas decorations and like. This is a very pragmatic you know, like, woman. Yeah, here. she she's like, we we're focusing on things that matter. And then Tim Allen, like a little bitch, gives her like three dollars, and he's like, why don't you go buy a wreath? And it's like, what? What are you talking Whoa. about, Tim Allen? This Whoa. is okay. This Tim is Allen came bullshit. out of the principal office. This isn't Santa anymore. But it, it's like, it's just like she's doing a really good job at a public yeah. school, Sounds keeping the effective. kids in line. And it's she's like, a large public school, too. And she's like, like how, many, how many students? She's like, Tim Allen's like, don't worry. I won't, Charlie won't do it again. Do you promise to not do it again, Charlie? He's like, I won't do it again. And then he does it again. He oh, spray Charlie's paints on, on the he, he spray paints on all the walls. Here's the thing, Fran. He is on the naughty list now. And oh, that's shit. that's how Tim Allen finds out. They're like, Santa, we have bad news. And he's like, what? What is it? And they give him the list. And he's like, this is the naughty list. And he's like, they're like, yeah, look at it. And he's like, Charlie's on this list. And they're like, yeah, Charlie's, Charlie's a graffito. And that makes him naughty by rebelling against the status quo. And he's like, I have to go help my son. And they're like, but Santa, we need you here. It's the Christmas season. He's like, no, family's more important than Christmas, oh, but shit. also Christmas Hold is on. family. Does he yeah. get with the principal? Fran, that would be ridiculous. <laughs> anyway, Charlie, Charlie does more graffiti and Tim Allen's like, Charlie, you promised me. And he's like, I'm just, I just want to spend time with you, dad, but you're always busy at work. And then the principal's yeah. like, it sounds like he doesn't have a very strong father figure in his life. To like mm. help him guide. He has his... a stepdad. Yeah, he? but yeah, but he likes therapy and talking about oh, feelings, sorry. and I'm that's sorry, manly, and that's wrong. Still, got it. that's all right, all right. yeah. He's got he's got two mother figures, but no father figure. Am I right? Oh my god. Uh, so he 
so he's they're like the principal's like Charlie, we're gonna have to suspend you. And Tim Allen's like, no, there has to be another way. What if he did community service? Like, what if he cleaned up the graffiti? And then she's like, okay, that's a good idea. If he cleans up all the graffiti on the school grounds, then we won't suspend you. And then he's like, okay, great. And he's like, and you're going to help Tim Allen. And he's like, what? No, I didn't do anything. She's like, well, it was your idea, so you should help. So she's like owning every situation. Like, she's like, yeah, you, yeah, I won't suspend him. All he has to do is do community service, and then you're going to help him as, as his dad. You will also be there to assist. This uh, really follows the love and logic philosophy where it's like natural consequences that right. align with like the actual with the what they like, what the what problem. the actual like yeah. crime was exactly yeah no and I think it's, and he's like there and then Tim, they're starting to be like Tim Allen's like uh, you know what you took a hardline stance I respect that you know I like I like a I like a nice strong lady Aww. as long as you believe well, in he, as long as you believe that the liberal left is trying to ruin children she's like well is he, is he I won't disagree. Is he gonna try to inject her with Christmas spirit? He's gonna yeah, he fill is. her with Christmas yeah. spirit with his with yeah. Christmas joy with his candy cane. Know, with, <laughs> I don't know what that means. I wasn't there for that bit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, anyway, any stockings, Tim. Here's the other thing. So here's the, I have to bring this up because it's just like bananas. He's still trying to find a wife, and his ex his ex wife is like, "Well, I can set you up with one of my friends, and I think you guys have a lot in common." And they meet, and then it turns out that the thing that they have in common is that her friend is, like, really into Christmas. Like, really into Christmas. Like, she loves Christmas. It's her favorite time. Mm. Uh, And she's wearing a Santa Claus shirt. And here's the bizarre part. Because she's wearing a a shirt with Santa Claus's face on it. But Mm -hmm. the Santa Claus shirt has Tim Allen's Santa Claus face on it. So she's wearing a shirt of the real, in this universe, Santa Claus, who in this universe is Tim Allen, who it's his face on the shirt. And she just doesn't see that, I guess, with her eye, with her human eyes. Because, I mean, in, in fairness, he is desantifying. He's getting thinner and his beard is yeah. going away. Mm-hmm. She 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 loves Christmas and that weirds Tim Allen out and he's like you like Christmas too much and that's all you're talking about and I'm not into Sounds that. Sounds like and she also, has a Santa fetish. She really does, which is very like kudos to the ex-wife. That's a pretty good setup. So, yeah, I mean, if, any, she did, if anyone. But um, he could have wiped that real fast. There's a scene that there's a scene where they're all eating McDonald's and all the bags are facing the camera. So this movie was sponsored by McDonald's. Um, the yeah. I just remembered that off the top of my head. Uh, Not Denny's this time. But uh, but Tim Allen has got his eye on Principal Newman, and her name is. Can we guess what is her name? She has something to do with Christmas, but she's a little sundry about it. Okay. Oh, Woman's I, name. Mary. Close, Ethan. Do you have a guess? No, this is this is. I was not prepared for the Christmas uh, quiz. Her name. Her name is Carol. Carol oh. is her name. Carol. And so Carol turns out she loves Christmas because when she was a kid, it was the only time of year her parents weren't fighting. They would try to stop fighting for Christmas, which is 
which is a pretty common, <laughs> which is a pretty common like white household thing. Like your parents are like, well, this is a holy time. We are normally at each other's throats, but for these, this one day, we won't because it represents the Christ child. Just like, just like when the Giants play, like when what? the Cubs play, that's a holy day. We don't fight on what? that. One. Okay, somewhat off topic, but related. How would you? Um this uh, explain families that then tell their kids the day after Christmas that they're getting a divorce because you don't want to tell them day of Christmas. Okay. Yeah. Is that, it's, is that it's, fair? it's a holy day. Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. You, yeah. you want to do Christmas. You want them to feel good on Christmas. Yeah. And then you, you don't think about the, like the crash. You're just like, mm-hmm. I want them to have a nice Christmas. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards you're like, well, Christmas is over. Now we're into real life. Yeah. Like, that's it's, how it works. it's kind of a, it's it's just like a personal disconnect because they know they are going to drink on New Year's Day and forget about it and right. they 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 don't think about oh my kids not going to be able to do I know I know it's hard for you to understand Frank cuz your parents are together and have been since you were born but sometimes parents just want to like make one special day no matter what it costs to the other days around it <laughs> like that that just happens sometimes <laughs> Uh, so anyway, we're not going to get into the details of this movie because it's mostly about Tim Allen reawakening the spirit of Christmas in this woman who's kind of hardened her heart to the world. Uh, but she does care about kids and she cares about Christmas. She just is really sundry about it. Uh, anyway, all that really matters is while this is happening, do you remember when I said that Santa was like, I can't leave to go find a wife because I have to run the North Pole? Oh, that's right. They make the Hitler Santa. Okay. So. What? Curtis, <laughs> what the, the younger hell elf. did you just say, Fran? Curtis, you heard me. Do you remember Curtis, the younger elf, to Bernard? He is, he has a lot of ideas. He's an ideas guy, but he doesn't like the way things run, but he's still, you know, part of the system and all that stuff. Santa's like, I have to go find a wife or there's not going to be a Santa. And he goes, I have a plan. I've invented an elf machine. And so they go into a big room and there's a big machine there. And he's like, this machine allows me to scan the brain of anything that goes into it and transfer that into a toy body of any creature, like a duplicate toy body and implant those memories and thoughts into this new toy creature. And it allows me to essentially duplicate anyone or anything fair enough so he's he's so he says i will make a duplicate santa a second santa a santa claus two if you will mm-hmm. and you can go find a wife and have all this christmas cheer in the real world and i will keep the duplicate santa here and he will kind of run things be the figurehead so that the elves don't freak out. Because Bernard's like, if you leave, the elves are going to freak out. They're not going to know what to do. They need you here. He spent a whole, they spent a whole year without a Santa in the last movie. But this is like crunch time before Christmas. Right. And Fran's right. Like, but, but, you know, he's, he's ingrained himself. He's like in their culture and they like, they like need him at this point. It's been eight years. Right. It's been eight years. So he's like, all right, Curtis, duplicate me. And then I can go find a wife while the duplicate remains here. And so Santa Claus goes through the machine and they make a second Santa Claus. 
Now, when I describe Tim Allen to you, you think to yourself, what is Tim Allen not? He's not uptight. He's not socially awkward. He doesn't have like he he doesn't say things that are kind of off-putting. He doesn't he doesn't he doesn't like you know, he's really socially capable and everyone likes him and nobody has any problems with him, right? That's what sure. you think when I say Tim Allen. Of course. Well, they when they make the toy of Santa Claus, they make a version of him that is somehow, if you can believe, less socially aware, less emotionally aware, less human in all manners of the word. They make a robot Tim Allen, a toy Tim Allen. And I know you're saying to me, but CJ, they made a toy Tim Allen. It's called Buzz Lightyear. He does do several Buzz Lightyear quotes as the toy Tim Allen, as reference to his stint on Toy Story as the toy man. But there's a second Tim Allen in this movie, who is a toy Tim Allen, who doesn't really get the emotional aspect of Christmas. He doesn't see things in his heart. He only sees them with his mind. And Curtis is saying, well, if you want to be a good Santa, you need to read the rule book and follow the rules. And he does that. And the whole time, he is so off-putting. He is so unlikable. It's insane. I thought, when I saw the Tim Allen in this movie, I was like, there's no way he could be less likable. But they put a plastic they put a plastic it's mask over really him. unsettling. With a it's plastic really beard. He's plastic yep. hands. They put like plastic gloves over him to give him plastic fingers. Because really he's he's like a big toy. And and Bernard, fucking the bard that he is, convinces everyone, hey, this is the real Santa. He's just had a little work done. And don't bring it up because he's self-conscious about it. And so they're all like, okay, whatever you say, Bernard. We trust you. We trust you. You're the head elf. But he's like, ah, yes, Santa Claus is who I am. Ho, ho, ho. I love it. I love you. Let's make toys. Ha, 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 ha. Like, that's literally the performance through the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, But when he's reading the book, he's like, nobody's following the rules. I think we should follow the rules more. You know who loves rules? Fascists. Let's be that. And they're like, Santa Claus, you're going a little too hard. He's like, I've reviewed the list. I think all the children of the world are naughty. Some of them do bad things sometimes, and that makes them naughty. Let's give everyone coal. And here's the fun part. Because the elves have to supply all of the material for Santa on his sleigh, and the elves are children. So he sends the elves who are children into the coal mines to go mine coal so that he has enough to give to the children of the world. I like that. I like that a lot. We get many scenes of a bunch of, again, literal children with coal smeared all over their face who are picking axes at big hunks of rock to get the coal out. Yeah. We we have literal scenes of, of children dressed as elves, working in mines, who are saying, oh, I can't wait till I get home and fuck my wife. I'll just try to make me feel bad. Have a beer. I'm a thousand years old. I gotta have a little eggnog. Give me the... uh, Woman, give me the nog. (laughs) I'm a thousand, so all these things are fine. It's... There's no... 
like uh, disconnect with this. This is normal. All right, Ethan. When I told you about the duplicate, the duplicator, uh huh, you were thinking about a certain like science in your head. You're like, okay, there's like neuro connectors. There's like all these like wires and stuff that like can like duplicate my thoughts into something else. So you you you've got a pretty good sense of like the science that goes into the absolutely hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, the duplicatron has a big lever on it, like a steamboat. You know how the steamboat had the big like forward lever and backwards lever and the middle lever. Of course. So the duplicatron has a lever like that. Of course, if you move the lever one direction, there's a, a setting for enlarge. And then the other direction of, is, of course, shrink. So the duplicatron can duplicate any object or can sh shrink or grow an object. Like, that's obvious to you, knowing the science of, of how duplication technology works. Yeah, yeah. Um. And so, new. Let's just call him Fascist Santa. Thank you, Fran, for that. Yep, uh, got you. He's like, I need soldiers to enact my new world order, and so he builds a little toy soldier and then puts it through the duplicatron, um, and it sets it to enlarge. And so, so he make a big one. Yeah. Okay. He make a big. He make a big one. He make a big soldier. Uh, but they're all like comically fall down like dominoes. Later. They are like toy soldiers. Like they're they're moving very awkwardly, but their face, Ethan, it haunts me to this day. It's, it's really so it's really so scary, and they're song. always it's like painted on because they're like a toy, yeah. but they're always looking down at you. They're like mm, yeah. like it all the time. Possible. It's very scary, and then. Mm -hmm. They are just like guys in big suits, so they can't like do anything in like real world. So like Bernard Bernard's like naysaying, you know, he's dissenting. And then so he's like, take him away to the gulag, get him out of here. And so the toy soldiers are like coming over and all they can kind of do is like wrap around him with their big, yeah. you know, non-articulating arms. And then he's like, no, no, don't take me away. No. And then they, you know, just kind of take him away as it were. Great stuff. So the North Pole is becoming, you know, indoctrinated. Fascist. You're right. Uh, while all this other stuff is happening. So I just wanted to bring that up, you know, just so we know. I forgot where about that aspect. You forgot about Toy Santa and all his toy soldiers. It and he he, he doesn't he doesn't wear this the he doesn't wear the Santa outfit anymore. He literally he wears like a military uniform because yes. he's a fascist. Yes. Okay, we need to get back to Tim Allen trying to fuck the principal because right. I've I've had this question and it's kind of like a big question just generally not for ju not just for this Christmas movie but for like sure. all Hallmark Christmas movies. Yeah. Um the Christmas spirit has never made me horny. So I don't think then you're doing it right. Okay, and maybe that's maybe that's the answer, but it's just all of these Christmas movies is like the the you know, the one person introduces the other to the Christmas spirit and rather than just being like, yeah, thanks. I had a really, you know, chill vacation. It's like, no, they're like I'm so wet right now. Let me ask you, friend, because you know, you you've got you bring the the sort of feminine perspective to the podcast that's okay. let's let's be honest one of the main reasons you're here but thank you <laughs> you're welcome but if a man mm -hmm. took you on a horse-drawn sleigh ride horse mm -hmm. horse-drawn he, he had to get horses some of god's most beautiful creatures and then reaches behind his back and brings out a present 
A uh-huh. present that you asked for when you were like seven but never got. Mm. And gives that Hold to on. you. Trauma. It, I have to I have to get the trauma. Okay, mindset. get to, yes, get to, get get yep. a little through the yep, trauma. But gives you the present yep. that you asked for when you were seven and never got. And yep. then says, Oh, 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 I'm Santa Claus. What are you feeling? Um, well, it's a bit of a mixture of emotions because going back to the mindset of a seven-year-old child. Yeah. Right. Receiving a gift from an act from actual Santa, Mm -hmm. but child mindset, right? Well, you're an adult. You're you're an adult. You're an adult adult now. now. You're an adult now. It's thirst you're feeling, right? Like, are you feeling like, does it? Okay. I guess the question is, is the, is when you're a kid and you have like childlike wonderment, when you grow yeah. up, does that become thirst? I because as a, as adults, we can't feel childlike wonderment, but do we feel horny instead as a uh, replacement? The, Is for that the what purposes happens? Of yes, anding. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Okay, yeah, okay, that is yeah. exactly one. So that one makes replacement sense. Okay, sure. yeah. then that makes sense. So so uh, he is filling. Principal Newman Carol with childlike wonderment at all his his magic and there's a whole subplot where he's like has a limited amount of magic and it's running out and like we have to touch on it because it is the lore of it but like he has magic powers he can make and his powers are limited to making Christmas trees appear making presents appear for people who asked for certain presents and never got them mm-hmm. it's sort of like the last thing you asked for I think is kind of how it works. Like he can give them to that. Um, He can make it snow, but only around him. He's got Christmas themed prestidigitation. Exactly so. (laughs) But he can make like real physical things. He makes presents for people. Um, So he is, so Curtis contacts him. He's like, fascist Santa is taking over the North Pole. You have to help us. And he's like, well, I didn't get married. He tried to tell Carol that he was Santa Claus and she's like, you're being crazy. You're just trying to push me away because we're getting too close and you're emotionally distant. And like, again, totally fair. Like if a guy, if a guy was like, I want to be with you, but just so you know, I am the literal Santa Claus. You'd be like, Oh, this is a weird way of breaking up. Yeah. Uh, Which in, in, in fairness, like they were getting really like they, they went from like strangers to like boyfriend, girlfriend in like, I don't know, five minutes. Two weeks. Yeah. (laughs) Not even, but like a week. He like shows up at her house and he's like, do you want to go get dinner? And she's like, well, I have to go to this like faculty, you know, faculty party. And she's like dressed really sexy. And I was like, do you as a as the principal, do you dress kind of sexy to go to your faculty party with the other teachers? I that's weird, but whatever. Uh, You have to get the (laughs) staff to like you somehow, I guess. Uh, But. So she's like, you're not Santa Claus. That doesn't make sense. And then, um, so he goes to the North Pole to like get ready to fight fat. Like they're building up this like fight between Santa and fascist Santa. Uh, And of course he like imprisons him because we have to have another prison bake. And uh, he, he is, it looks like, it looks like that Christmas spirit's lost. We lost to the, to the, the fascist left. But, um, but Charlie goes to Principal Newman's house and he's like, 
Principal Newman, I know that it's crazy, but my dad's Santa Claus. And she's like, oh, did he send you over here to tell you that he's Santa Claus? That's so pathetic, which again. That's like, weird. It's totally, weird. Totally, totally fair. And he's like, no, I. Does he real. still have the I want orb? You, I want you to look at this. <laughs> and he pulls, he pulls out the Christmas it's a orb. a very important plot point. And, and shakes it. And she looks into it and she's like, Tim Allen, he's. Santa Claus and you're his son and he's like yes it's all it's all true and we're gonna go to the North Pole somehow I don't remember exactly how I think like when he shakes the orb and looks into it he can like summon his dad's sleigh yeah so some, that's like some, that's like it's, that's it's a like, very powerful orb. That's that's like a way for him to contact his dad is is what they say is like if yeah. you use the orb you can no matter where your dad is he'll know that you want to talk to him. So like I think he like contacted the sleigh with it and then they like bring them back. So they're all at the North Pole now and she's like it's true you are Santa Claus. He's like I am, but unfortunately fascist Santa's taking over and she's like yeah that that tracks I understand that. So they yeah, have to do a, a there's a big Lord of the Rings war between the elves and the the fascist like little men Soldiers. who are walking around and they do a big snowball fight where they fight them and then Comet is there. Oh, here's here's a disgusting part I didn't bring up. So he got from the North Pole back to the regular world. He just rode Comet, who's, again, kind of his familiar. Uh, he rode him back, and then uh, his ex-wife and Judge Reinhold, they have a baby. Uh, and then she's, like, seven years old now because it's been mm -hmm. a while. Yeah. Um, she, she is named uh, Lucy. Okay. Uh, and she's just like a little kid. And she's like full of childlike wonderment. So she's like, Uncle, she calls him Uncle Scott, which is a little weird because it's, a, it's, it's her mom's ex husband. But they're on close terms now. It's so. a thing. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't, I've lived that friends. life. It's it's normal enough when they're on good terms. Yeah. yeah. So so they're on good terms now because, you know, they, you know, hey, Santa. Holiday, holiday cheer. <laughs> and, uh, and Lucy's like, Uncle Scott, are you Santa? And he's like, Oh, ho, ho, no way. Uh, but, you know, she's she's like on to him. And uh, long story short, he has Comet with him, who's a reindeer. And then she really likes Comet and Comet really likes sweets. And so she feeds Comet a bunch of uh, like candy. And then he gets he gets. He gets <sighs> the poopies. Well, yes, but he also just, he's also super inflated with candy, so he can't fly because he's so oh. wide, he's so fat with all the, f it shows him, and he's so, f he's so inflated and fat, he can't fly, he's too, f he's too big. That's, that's so funny he, right there, I don't that's, care who that's you why, are, that's why that's, that's why, that's why he couldn't use Comet to get back to the North Pole, I just, there's a scene with a really inflated reindeer, and I just don't like that. That sounds uncomfortable. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I did this to you guys. It awakens something in CJ. That's why he doesn't like it. it just is yeah, sad. the inflation. Stuff. Anyway, they fight the fascist Santa. They win. They use the shrink method of the uh, the machine to turn him into a toy. Um, there, there. There's like a fight scene between Tim Allen and and toy Santa Tim Allen. And he goes, you are a sad, strange little man because oh, he's, like he's a toy. He's yeah. a toy Tim yeah. Allen. Yeah. Just, 
Uh, but he turns him into a tiny toy, and then they win the day, and he's Santa Claus again. And he asks Carol to marry him, like, ten minutes away from from Christmas, which is his deadline. And then she's like, okay, yeah. I'll do it. And then they uh, and Bernard's like, quick, you have to consummate yeah. your, your marriage right now. We have to watch it. It's part of the ceremony. <laughs> I can't help but wonder if that yes was under duress. It absolutely was. They, he even says, he's like, there's no pressure, but... But it gets if you don't if you don't say yes right now, then I won't be Santa There's and no I won't Santa. be able to deliver toys to millions of kids across the world. And they'll all be sad and they'll stop believing in Santa and all this other stuff. And she's like, all right, I'll marry you. Also, That's I also we fell we fell in love at some point. We're, we love each other now. Right. Yeah, we love each other. OK, great. Let's yeah. do it. Happy, happy. Now she's stuck at the North Pole forever. The principal has left mid-year at the top high school in the area. Well, that's the that's and... the other thing. She's like, I'd have to give up my life as a principal. And it's like, yeah, that, I mean, that's a yeah, that's a good point. Like you, you, you oh, fuck. Sorry, I'm getting an ad for okay. Apple Watch. With I, I, I was not certain if this was a, a bit you were about to do. Well, I'm not doing any bit. I've just. I just touch. I just. I just. I just touch my phone, and it, it like, and an ad for Apple Watch shows up. If that's not the Christmas spirit, I don't know what is. Apple Watch. Don't you have an Android phone too? Oh fuck! I forgot about. Ch- it doesn't matter. There's a reindeer named Chet. I hate oh, Chet. I hate. Chet? I hate Chet. He's like he's the reindeer in training, and he goes <laughs> like yeah. that's his whole character trait. He like doesn't fly straight, and he like crashes in, and he's like, <laughs> and it's like, oh Chet, you little rascal. So he he needs to use Chet to to do the final Santa fight. Uh, anyway, there's a Mrs. Claus now. Uh, everything has gone back to the way it was, and we are we're good. That high school like, is gonna be in shambles because she's just not gonna show up. Quite After honestly, they just got to find a new... I mean, the vice principal, I think, moves up. I think that's what the, the whole point is. That doesn't but. mean it's going to... Yeah, mm, no. Uh. But she, she says... She's Fran, like, what's she's more like, important, like, some school or all of Christmastom? It's all of Christmastom, Fran, is the answer. You were supposed to be quicker on the draw Christ- there. Christ- oh, I'm I think sorry. It's, I think it's Christmastom. Yeah. <laughs> I was busy just mourning the loss of a woman's career due to marriage. You hear that? Are my cats in some cats? Oh no! Again, after the after the jingle bells, now every time he's like, "Do you hear that?" I'm just like, "Oh, we're doing a bit again." Oh no, we are though. But we are. You hear the jingle bells? Oh no! Dun 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 dun. dun, dun. Oh, 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 oh. oh! 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 Children. I heard you might have you might have some more questions about my methods, and I and I came back as fast as I could. I I used the Sandman's sleeping power. We're friends, to uh, incapacitate CJ in order to come and and make sure that there's no misconceptions ho, 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 about Christmas. It's good to know that you're oh, you're not just. <laughs> You're not just co-workers with the Sandman. You guys are friends also. That's Oh no. Oh, we we go out drinking drinking eggnog together. <laughs> Who and is the least cool member of the council? Cupid is a diaper fur. So, <laughs> there's that. 
He's like part eagle, part diaper baby. So <laughs> well, we don't I... talk to him outside of work a lot. <laughs> well, I guess it takes all kinds, huh? <laughs> well, well, love is a is a strange, a strange and dangerous place. I don't worry about that so much. I only deliver presents, not babies. <laughs> So speaking of that, Santa, though, we did want clarification. Uh, do, mm, yes, yes. do you fuck and mm. do you require a wife? Yes, yes the, Mrs. Require the Mrs. Claus. Yes, you're, you're curious about my, my bride. Well, it's, it's funny you ask because uh, my, my wife is, is, is less of a different person from me and more of an extension of my being that I do consummate with every Christmas Eve in order, in order to, to, to uh, lighten the, 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 my, my Santa sack, as, as it were, so that I can travel through the world. That was one of the worst possible ways you could have answered that well, question. Well, I, I, I would never imply any sort of, you know, <laughs> consummation but uh oh, oh, you you seem as though I, you i wouldn't imply it but i sure would do it <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Oh, you you know just how to rumble up my big santa tummy oh, oh, oh. you're such a funny you're such a funny lad uh but yes uh, me, me and mrs claus are are but two halves of the same coin as it were a christmas coin mm-hmm um, uh, I'm sorry. Yes, what, so, what is it? What is it, dear child? Uh, I have a question. So of course, since you yes. appear in this form because most of the creatures, the majority of creatures that have Yes, yes, the humanoid. sentient beings of the world so, are human, yes. So yes, and so since so you're a humanoid, I would assume the embodiment of Mr. Claus would be humanoid in that regard. If oh, a species that wasn't as humanoid was the main uh, sentient creatures that we're believing in the Santa Empire. Um, would you still be in a humanoid form and your Mrs. Claus? Would you be falling into the traditional marriage uh, ideals of the humanoids still? No, well, or would well, you be then following what like seahorses do? Well, okay. Well, I would never become impregnated, if that's what you're asking. Oh, this is this is a bowl full of jelly, not a bowl full of of human growing inside of you. Ho, 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 ho. But I, I understand it can be quite confusing to those of you who have to find your own mate instead of being supplied one by the great beyond. But my wife is is a representation of the the female energy of those who believe in Christmas. So my my Mrs. Claus loves to make cookies. She loves, she loves to treat all the little boys and girls of the world to her, her songs and her treats. And, and, and she never speaks to me. Not ever, <laughs> unless I ask her to. She is always seen and never heard. <laughs> and that's the way whole St. Nick likes it. <laughs> I, I have been holding on to this for a while, but I am getting so ready for the newest Santa Claus series to talk about like like their big conundrum to be like oh just 
I'm supposed to give presents to all the good little boys and girls, but this one says he's neither a boy nor a girl. Oh, Ethan, you're so very close to the reality. <laughs> well, unless you have anything for old St. Nicholas, I, I'll, I'll go awaken CJ from his, his eternal sleep with a little smooch from Santa Claus. But, mm. All right, CJ's back. I'm back. Oh, sorry, guys. I just, like, fell asleep. I was like, I was like, I like went to go, like, figure stuff out, and then I just was like, ugh. It's tired. Yeah, it's depression stuff. Yeah, it's know. been well, a long, I mean, long recording session, you know? You do also, yeah. like, stay up until 2 or 3 in the morning. That's true. That's <laughs> true. I mean, that's what he, he that's what he just said, depression problems, yeah. It's a little depression now. But I'm back. I'm back. Um, I I just want to close out real quick with the Santa Claus 3. And I'm not going to go through the plot because there's plot. But I'm just going to, like, talk about the, the lore beats, you know, that we're part of. Okay. So. The this is the one with Jack Frost, right? Exa exactly right. In fact, if you remember Ethan, the Council of Legendary Figures, turns out there's another legendary figure that we haven't been introduced to because he's lazy. He doesn't show up to the meetings a lot. What? And but he's Jack. We've covered he's... all forces of nature with our no, current team. We haven't because he's Jack Frost, the power of winter incarnate. And apparently he's kind of lazy. He doesn't show up to the meetings. You know, he doesn't come to group sesh. And so they were like, you know, Jack, you're kind of on thin ice, as it were. Uh, everyone else on the console, of course, still loves Santa Claus. But they're like, Jack, you're not pulling your weight. And he's like, I should be the star of the winter season. I herald in the winter. I am... I'm sad that I always have to play second fiddle to Santa Claus. And everyone else on the console is like, Jack, your job is to be there for Santa. You exist so that Santa can exist. All right. And I be part of the winter spirit. I'm good. I'm a little bit on on Jack Frost's side on this one. Yeah. I think this is this is not really a fair setup. It would be like if the Easter bunny was on the council, but so was Christ. And they were kind of like, listen, listen, Easter Bunny, like you're you're the cute face and stuff, but really I need you to shut the fuck up and let Jesus come back from the dead. Put the Christ back in Christer. Oh my god, you're very right. You're so right. And Martin Short, who is Jack Frost, is like, I I have so much potential. I have so much potential. Put me in, Coach. I can do so much. And they're like, No, 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 Jack. No, 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 no. You have to be, you're just the winter. You're the cold, you're the cold breeze that Santa flies in on. That's all you're good for. And he's like, this sucks. And they're, yeah. they want to kick him out of the console because they're like, you're trying to promote yourself. You put up a bunch of like flyers talking about how cool Jack Frost is in Canada. And we don't like that, I guess. So we're kicking you off the console. And Santa's like, no, I'm, I'm a benevolent Santa. If he helps me during the Christmas season, let's let him stay on the console probationary. And everyone's like, all right, Santa, we all love you. You are a great Santa. Let's do that. But Jack, seriously, though, any fuck ups and you're gone. Let me introduce you to the third Santa Claus, as it is known colloquially, the escape clause. There is an even smaller print. <laughs> Fucking of course there is. Same <laughs> same joke. Same joke. Yep. It's the same joke. There's an even smaller print. 
I really hope every episode of the TV series just starts with smaller, like bigger and bigger magnifying glasses. There's another one in the series, so don't worry. Yes, but, that's. It's, mm-hmm. But this one is called the Escape Clause, Santa Claus Three: The Escape Clause, because there's an even smaller clause that says if Santa doesn't want to be Santa anymore, he is allowed to relinquish the title. All he oh. has, all he has to do is go into the Hall of Snow Globes, which contains the snow globes of all Santas who have ever been, and put his hand, put his hand over his current snow globe, his globe of Santa, and say the words, "I wish I was never Santa at all." Hold on, wait, hold on. Okay. Yeah, what's up, Fran? What's what's snow uh, globes? What's the snow globes. Is, yeah. Is is his snow globe the one that Charlie runs around with? Nope, that's a different one. This yeah, is nice. a this is a snow globe that represents the, the his Santa, Santa essence, the embodiment. Yeah, right, exactly. that Santa I, in in, God, in snow globe form. That's Very such good. that's such a like lawyer move to be like, oh well, yeah, you can stop being Santa anytime you want. We just wrote down how to do it in your contract in really really tiny little it's letters. Re- it's it's really small, and also. Jack Frost learns about this and he's like, wait, there's an escape clause. And they all say, Jack, if you ever came to a meeting, you would know that there's an escape clause. We talk about it all the time. Um, so Bernard is gone. And the reason I think is because the actor that played Bernard has become an adult now. It's been like 10 years. And uh, and so it's only. He comes uh, back for the series, though. Does he? Yeah, Bernard? according to the Wikipedia page. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Well, okay. It's now Curtis. Curtis is in charge of the elves. He's the head. He's the head elf now. Right. Exactly. He got no kind of demotion from uh, that previous. He learned. He learned. He learned. He learned his lesson. Not to make and now fascist he's... Santas. Right. And so Curtis is in charge of the elves, but he's kind of easily goaded. Um, mm-hmm. and so Jack Frost is like, Curtis, uh, what's this I hear about the escape clause? And he's like, no, it's very top secret stuff. I can't tell you. And he's like, oh, sorry. I thought, I thought that the head of all the elves would know what the escape clause was, but I guess I'm talking to the wrong person. He's like, whoa, what? I know what it is. It's that if you, if Santa Claus puts his hand on the orb, on his orb mm-hmm. of Santa a ritual. And, then, and then does the thing, then he releases him from his contract. And then he goes back in time as if he was never Santa Claus. Everyone knows that. And then he's like, oh, very interesting. Thank you, Curtis, for telling me that. So Jack Frost is, for a lack of a better term, just fucking with Santa and just being like, I want to get this guy to revoke his Santahood because Jack Frost wants to be Santa. Sure. Um, This is how I know that the Santa is not Tim Allen. It, like it exists beyond him because it's it's mm-hmm. it's all these like rules and rituals that are apart from him. Like if he yeah. does these things, it literally unwrites time to mm-hmm. the point to the point of the Santa Claus was never him at all to begin with. Mm-hmm. And so Jack Frost, for some background, again, we're not gonna get into it, but uh uh Carol's parents, his wife, she's pregnant now. He filled her with his Chris Kringle. And now she's got a baby inside of her and she's ready to give birth and she's freaking out because she's just surrounded by a bunch of these child elves and she can't relate to them. Yeah. And she she wants her family with her. She wants like humans with her. And so yeah. he can't give up the secret of Santa, the SOS. So he's like, okay, well, and here's here's the whole joke of this movie, which 
is really funny. He's going to pretend that the North Pole is Canada and he's going to bring his in he's going to bring his in-laws here and they're all the elves are going to pretend that they're Canadian. And how do they do this? By uh, saying whatever a. they're going to say and then just say a at the end of it. And oh, then they're like, so, "Oh, that's we're so in Canada." That's so funny. That's so clever. Yeah, it's really it's really funny. I was I was like lolling off my my shorts the whole time. But so he he uses he uses the power of Sandman to like put them to sleep and bring them to to the North Pole, which the, all the elves. Fun? Yeah, well, well no, fun? he's no, he's like his his wife told the his wife told her parents that he is a toy maker in Canada. That's uh-huh. his like cover story, uh-huh. and so he. Uh, he like shows up. And he's like, "Why don't you come up to Canada for the holiday, and we'll all spend it together?" And they're like, they're arguing because remember, her parents are argue, her parents argue all the time. That was their yeah, whole except for thing. on Christmas, except for on Christmas. Yep. So yep. he brings the Sandman with him to help him out, and the Sandman just puts them to sleep, and then he brings them up to the North Pole, and he's like, "Hey, you made it to Canada. You fell asleep for the whole flight. Isn't that crazy?" Um, and then also he brings his ex wife and her husband and his like niece, kinda. Uh, yeah. the, their their daughter and they Charlie. Wa- uh, Charlie's not there right now. No, they all come to the North Pole. Tim Allen's like an uncle to to Lucy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like she's there. She's like Uncle Scott. We came here to hang out, and he's like, oh, ho, ho, ho. oh, ho, ho. um. But he's like, oh, Lucy, you have the warmest hugs. You have such warm hugs. Um, but they go through this whole thing where Jack Frost is like fucking with his in laws to like, get them like against him. And he's fucking with Mrs. Claus and just being like, oh, your husband's not very present because he's worried about presents. You know what I'm saying? Ah, Mm -hmm. not anything Mm -hmm. clever as that. But they're just, but, you know, he's just being a dick. Like stirring, stirring, he's stirring the pot. Stirring the pot, yeah. Um, And then he eventually gets his hands on the orb, the Santa orb. Mm. And then once once the pot's nice and stirred, then he goes to Santa Claus. He's like, I know you've been having a tough time. I got you a gift. And he like takes the gift and he's like, oh, thank you for this, Jack. You've actually been pretty helpful. Because he's been like pretending like he's helping this whole time while yeah. he's stirring the pot. He's being all yeah. mischievous. Yeah. Uh, and then at one point he freezes Lucy's parents, his ex-wife and his husband, uh, with his frost with his frost powers. Because mm-hmm. they were like a emotional support for his, his Mrs. Claus. And th- he didn't want that, so... He's like, "What's wrong, Santa? What? Why? Why are you so blue?" And he's like, "Man, sometimes I just wish I wasn't Santa at all." And he's like, "Oh, really?" And then he opens the pre. Yeah, he's <laughs> he, holding it. Yeah. He opens the present and he's got the orb. He's like, "Sometimes I wish that I was never Santa at all." And then, yeah. The powers that be, the Santa Clauses, are like, well, he said the thing. He didn't. Did he mean it? I don't know because he was just under duress technically. But hey, we follow the That's rules. Better. We follow the rules as written, and they get teleported. They get teleported back to the first movie, and he. It's Tim Allen's character. It's Tim. It's it's the Tool Man. He's there. He's not Santa Claus yet. He runs out, and then Jack Frost silences him with his frost powers, and he goes, Santa. And then Santa goes, oh, and falls off the building and dies. That's the second time Santa dies, a different time. (laughs) So he dies a second time, don't worry. But then Jack Frost says, 
excellent. And then he picks up the coat, the Santa coat, and he puts it on. And then Tim Allen goes, no, but then he disappears from reality because reality is different now. Wow. It changes. Whoa. Tim, Tim Allen Tim Allen wakes back up. He's a businessman. <gasps> what what? He never stopped working for the toy company. They're working on Christmas. They're they're trying to sell toys to children. And what's this? Tim Allen, he's like, "No. I still remember everything for some reason. I, the magic didn't undo his knowledge, which is a very strange way to do it. But yeah. he still knows that he's supposed to be Santa." And that Jack Frost tricked him. He's like, I have to get to the North Pole. But how? Jack Frost, he's a capitalist. He's like, well, let's just start doing like, let's treat the North Pole like it's a Disneyland kind of thing and just let people come up and, you know, hang out. And and it's like a theme park. It it blows my mind that whatever God being made a clause that said, Santa has to dick down a lady within nine years of putting on the suit. But nowhere did they say, by the way, you can't make the North Pole into a capitalist. Like, Yeah. He doesn't have a wife, I don't think, Jack Frost. Like, it doesn't show a Mrs. Claus. Maybe he's still within his, like, eight years or whatever. But he doesn't seem to have a Mrs. Claus. I'm just putting that out there. But Jack Frost is Santa Claus now. Tim Allen's like, this is bad i gotta go back i gotta do it back and then here's the th- here's the okay here's the fucking thing i now want to talk about this movie only for this reason because this this disproves like intent this is like only ritual it's only ritual at this point that's how we know that the santa claus is based on on nothing but tributes and sacrifice because jack frost is at the north pole he's like selling all his merchandise that's all he cares about merchandise fame fortune like he's just trying to be the center of attention that's all he wanted to be and that's what he is now and he's like ah tim allen you've come back to my domain so i guess it must be the year that we separated the timeline and you've now come back to reclaim your seat and he's like and then and so He's like, what's the matter, Santa Claus? Do you wish that you had never said I was never Santa at all? And he's like, yeah, that you're uh, being a little bitch about it. Let me be Santa again. He's like, hmm, yeah. no, I don't think so. He has Lucy. Okay, and this is this is just Tim Allen being an asshole. Okay. In, th- in this alternate timeline, Neil and his ex-wife get divorced also. Because without oh. without without Tim Allen keeping their relationship together, I guess Charlie was really mad that Neil was his new dad. And without Tim mm-hmm. Allen becoming Santa Claus and stopped being a dick, he drove the two of them apart because Charlie mm-hmm. didn't want a new dad. And also the two of them just couldn't make it work. So without him being jolly old St. Nick and just being shitty old Tim Allen, he made them mm-hmm. get divorced as well. And so he has to find the now divorced Neil with his now he's bringing his daughter to Christmas Day to the North Pole as like an amusement park. And so he has to find Lucy, who's at the North Pole. And I guess without Tim Allen's benevolence, his ex-wife would never have a happy marriage. So yeah. hell yeah. Treat that Hi. how you will. I love Interesting. that. Interesting. 
Anyway, uh, one of the pieces of merchandise that Jack Frost is selling is a pen that's a recorder pen. Do you remember when you were a kid and you had those like spy pens and you could like record things on it and you thought it was so cool because you're like, whoa, I could record my friends saying that they love dick and then they would have to love dick. It's funny. Um, How often and then, did you uh, record your friends saying they love dick? Oh, as many as I could. But <laughs> played so, date chicken a lot. So this is what happened. Lucy Lucy goes, Tim Allen's like, Lucy, I know you love snow globes from the alternate reality, which I guess in this reality, she still loves snow globes. That's that's just a, a baseline core, character trait. Yeah. Core trait, yeah. Core memory. Mm-hmm. And then he tells her how to get Jack, Jack Frost's snow globe, and she goes and gets it. And then he gives it to Jack Frost, and he's like, look what I have. And he's like, <laughs> oh, Tim Allen. Because he's just Tim Allen at this point. He's not Santa Claus. He says, Tim, you think I would ever say the secret phrase to stop me from being Santa Claus? And he was like, yeah, I think you would. And then he clicks his little recorder pen. And it says, I wish I was never Santa Claus. Because he said that phrase earlier out of context. And then the snow globe's like, yep, good enough. And they go back in time again to when Tim Allen is going to become the Santa Claus. And this time, instead of letting Jack Frost get the upper hand, Tim Allen, future it's Tim Allen, grabs the J- grabs Jack Frost and stops him from becoming Santa Claus. And then old Tim Allen, which is a it's just a scene from the old movie. Like they just took mm-hmm. the old movie and he just like held him while the old movie events happened. And then as the old movie events happen, he puts on the and this is so very crucial. Because the timeline recorrects at the exact moment Tim Allen puts the coat on. Because once he puts the coat on and accepts the Santa Claus, then the two of them disappear into magical fairy dust and like go back to their present reality. Mm-hmm. And then, and so that's how they fix the timeline. So we know, we know that the suit is the nexus point. And in the new series, the 2022 series on the Disney series, I watched enough of it to know that the suit was made from the robes of the original St. Nicholas, and that is why is it imbued with such holy ancient powers that it can mm. give that it can give the users such amazing abilities as all of this. So these robes were made from a literal priest, a saint from the olden times, and that okay. is why that is why it has such time-bending powers, such amazing reality stone powers that it was able to do all of this. And then at the end of the story, Lucy uses her warm hugs to warm Jack Frost, and then he warms up, and then that thaws out her parents who got froze by him. But we don't care about that because the suit, the suit is the key, Ethan. It links him all the way back to to ancient Christ times, when St. Nicholas would, would whittle toys for children, it has his essence within it. And that essence is imbued with every thread of the coat. The coat is the key, Ethan, which they bring up again in the 2022 series because they have a new guy who wants to be Santa. He's like an Amazon rival. This is all very stupid. I'm just going to, there's like, there's a guy who wants to rival Amazon and he's like, I can't get my deliveries out on time. I need a better supply chain. The supply chain, the supply chain is fucked. And then Tim Allen's like, you should be the next Santa. Why don't you do that? And then once he sees this 
Once he said, once he sees the supply chain that Santa's got, he's like, I could give anyone anything anytime they wanted. And all the elves were like, yeah, pretty much you could if you really wanted to. And then he's like, oh, I'm the new Jeff Bezos. And also for some reason, he's like, the guy who plays the new, new Santa is uh, either Harold or Kumar from Harold and Kumar. He's one of the it's two. Is yeah. that Kumar? I don't know, but okay. it's Calpen. Well, it's one of the that. two. It's one of the two. He's the new Santa, uh, and he's trying to rival Amazon. And I don't know how the series ends because I only got halfway through it, and I hated There's second season. I hated every. I hated every minute of it. He was. It was like Tim Allen Santa. He was like, I. I can't keep up with the kids. Uh, this one's really disruptive in in class. So he's on the naughty list, and one of the elves is like. Actually, that's just ADHD. I think that they don't deserve to be on the naughty list because of their diagnosed illness. And he's like, Ugh. and then another one was like, uh, this is this real. Yes. Is real? I literally, oh, no. I literally was watching. Oh, no. I literally was watching this and I was like, I can't believe this is happening. And Lizzie's like, what's, what's wrong? And I was like, you have to watch this. And I like <laughs> showed her and I was, I was like showing her the scene and I was like, San, they're like, um, actually, we don't like to put kids on the naughty list because that implies that they're bad kids, and we actually want to make all kids feel that they're nice inside. So we're being, we have a more inclusive, nice list that just includes all the kids. And he's like, oh, I don't know what to do. This is, this is crazy to me. And then they're like, uh, they're disruptive at class. They're they're acting out. Those are just different expressions that kids have, and we need to overlook them when it comes to naughty and nice because actually their niceness is more of a like spiritual thing where where would these mm -hmm. elves get their updated wokeness from i don't know Social but this media. is this is also where this is also where like two of the main elves are like yeah we're fucking in the like off screen of course but like we, we we're a couple but like you know, we're children in reality, but we're off screen. We're still casting children as elves. Okay. Oh, yes, Fran. Oh, yes. Good. They're elves. That's Good. canonical. I was very Good. specific about that. It just feels like Tim Allen had a lot of control over this, which I don't think was yeah. a good thing. Like, I have I have a lot of things I could say about Tim Allen, but I, I just don't know if he sucked. Oh, no. My God. Wait. No, I don't know. <laughs> This would have to be some sort of comedy rule of play. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I actually had questions, though. Well, I guess you're going to have to ask them to the one and only St. Nicholas. Is, tweet at us, at Spices With, <laughs> if you think that this bit was worth doing the comedy rule of three on, or if it maybe should have just been a one-off. I mean, you, oh, oh, you really got to get an Instagram. Oh, did somebody, was somebody talking about the woke left without <laughs> Santa Claus? Oh. Uh, oh. Yeah, hi, hi again, Santa. We were talking oh, about oh, the woke oh. left. Yes, well, they're ruining, they're, they're ruining a lot of media. But I, I have to say, I am not pleased. You know, I, I just came back to set the record straight. I don't think that the, the latest... Disney Plus 2022 media is representative of old St. Nick. 
I think that there's a lot of things they're getting wrong. What what would you say they're getting wrong, Mr. Santa Claus? Well, I don't think that we should have Tim Allen as a as a as a mouthpiece for for Santa Claus. You know, okay. I I've just been looking up here about what Tim Allen thinks on on the the internet. <laughs> I don't I don't get good reception up at the North Pole. I mean, we have copper but we don't have fiber so what's the point but we uh we have heard that tim allen thinks that you should say the n-word that that should be okay <laughs> and i old mm. saint nick would never say the n-word would you would you say that uh tim allen is on the naughty list Oh, he's there's a secret third list, my boy, for for oh. all for all for all the YouTubers and the celebrities who think that the N word's important to say for comedy oh, reasons. No, no, let's play. Word That's list. the no, no, let's play our list. <laughs> if you say the word on camera or think that you should be able to, you get up on that list. We call it the naughty list. The N, the N is pronounced more. Just several underlines. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Ooh, look, a little bit of milk for Santa. Let me take a drink of this <laughs> off, off screen, of course. <laughs> mm. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad that, that CJ left me these milk and cookies. I'm feeling better. <laughs> Santa's starting to feel it in his, his bowl full of jelly. <laughs> well... I just want to I just want to make sure that we all know that that Jim Allen who portrays me Santa Claus in the Santa Claus movies thinks that we should be able to say the n-word. He says he's fiscally he's he's fiscally conservative. <laughs> well, that doesn't seem fiscal what what fiscal conservative seems seems for that. Santa wonders. <laughs> so all right, Santa, we were uh, – Tim Allen brought up a, a good question, though, that I, I wanted to sort of ask you is uh, mm, yes. does – is goodness and naughtiness a thing of conforming to societal norms such that a neurodivergent person would just be inherently mm. naughty? Or is yes. it more of like a, a cosmic right and wrongness? Well, I think the more in quest the, the more important question to ask is what does Tim Allen think of Donald Trump? To which oh, he no. replied, he kind of liked him. <laughs> so, I think that in what you're talking about <laughs> He just doesn't want to pay taxes is what he said. <laughs> Uh, Santa thinks that not paying your taxes is very naughty. I'm looking at you, FTX oh. owner. You you can't run from Santa. You're going to get a lot of coal for Christmas. You've, you've defrauded a lot of people. <laughs> but all I can say for certain is that Tim Allen made the show Last Man Standing, which had Duck Dynasty as part of one of the episodes, which, as CJ has told me, is the only episode he saw, which was horrible. <laughs> so CJ actually got a date uh, on that one over, like, laughing with a lady about how terrible uh, uh, Tim Allen was. He can speak the truth. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> true. Yes. 
it's very easy to align yourself with women when the alternative is the conservative right. It's true. Ethan, is there anything you want to say to old Nick before he goes back to the North Pole and before probably CJ comes back to do an outro? Well, you probably, where is CJ? What what did you do to CJ? No, he's here. And you'll have him back, but you have to give me four Hail Marys. You every night, you must promise me this. It's a Hail Mary. <laughs> um oh, I mean oh, if, oh, that's the naughty list. If yeah, if this, oh. if this is like any other confessional, I will say yes and then apologize for not doing it later. That's good enough. <laughs> Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night. Okay, yeah, bye. Bye. Oh, he scared me. That was frightening <laughs> at the end there. Yeah, I don't. Oh, oh my god. Guys, Hi. I've been between worlds. Were you talking were were, we, were you talking about Tim Allen? I have for I actually some, I have for, some questions about religious stuff for, for you. For some reason my computer has a tab about the truth about Tim Allen's political views. I didn't search for that. Is that you guys? Did you know that Tim Allen thinks you should be able to say the N-word? What? That's crazy. <laughs> I feel like I feel like if you, listen, I know there's like naughty and nice, but I feel like if you say that, you should be on like a third worst list. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Very uh yeah, very wise of you, CJ. Thank you. Well, guys, I hope you have been filled with Christmas cheer. I, I, I'm overflowing with the holiday spirit right now. Uh, I want to thank you guys, and because they get pregnant and they have a baby, and they name it Buddy. Okay. In the movie. Uh huh. Like another elf named Buddy, and then they make a joke in the 2022 that there's too many elves named Buddy, which I think is a reference to the other elf movie. It doesn't matter. Guys, I want to thank you for joining us in our holiday special. Uh, I hope that you all have a blessed, happy Christmas. I'll put the Christmas back in Christmas. Um, But no, seriously, all of your wildest dreams should come through this holiday season. Um, I want to shout out Gailstorm Kitsune for making all the beautiful art for our channel. I want to shout out Apagio for making the amazing intro and outro to our podcast. And I want to thank you guys, our audience, and Fran and Ethan, our beautiful hosts. What a lovely year we've had. What a what a joyous Christmas season. I, uh, I hope we'll see you all in the new year. Uh, but... I have, I'm overwhelmed with the joy thinking about all of the content we've made, all the fun times we've had. Do you guys remember when we started our first podcast and it was about some dumb shit and now we're talking about Tim Allen's The Santa Claus. We've come so far. It's been, it's been so much fun. We got to the really important stuff here. We got to Tim Allen. We really have, (laughs) Ethan. I... I think this is probably as good a time as any to close it out. I think this was an amazing time I've had with you guys. And we will see you all at the lore you know in the next year. But for now, I have been CJ. And I've been Ethan. And I've been Fran. And I say, ho, 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 boy. That really hurts my back and stomach. I'm so... Thank you.